Good evening, everybody. How are we all going tonight? Yogi? Good evening. Mike, Jackie. how are you two yeah. going? Well, what are you doing, Yogi? You're at the shed. Hi, good evening, gentlemen. Yes, Mike Williams and Craig Forsyth. Welcome to another uh, Saturday night of On The Road Radio. I am in the shed, correct. Mm. <laughs> and I am sitting behind the wheel of the big Western Star. We are waiting for the arrow. We want to see what's going on. That's <laughs> what we just heard. We were just about to launch into having a chat about it off air. Craig's like, 10 seconds. Uh, we all shut uh, up. I think it went shut yeah, up. Yeah. Shut up now. Yeah. I, think you, I think you go shut up. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just, just, just about to come under the... Uh, uh, the situation where we need to think about what's going on with the camera on 2K's... Uh, 2K south of the uh, service centre at Maroolan. So I hope yeah. the product you've got on doesn't, is it like a, a martini from James Bond shaken, not stirred? <laughs> that you will be shaken by the time you get off that terrible concrete that you're on. Oh, mate. But, uh, now, is that a national highway? Yeah, well, it's a good question. When that question? I had a chat, like I said, I did have a chat with Jenny H and she did say it was going to be worked on. I had assumed when she said it was going to be worked on, it would be repaired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was going to be worked on. Yeah, we've done a little laptop study on it. Uh, it we'll put a sign up. Oh, you're guilty. Look at you. How can concrete be so rough? It's well, amazing, it's, isn't it? I actually noticed a spot up here near... Um, Near Yamba on the new highway, um, I, I hit it yesterday in the in the Alphabet train, and yeah. and um, yeah, it it was pretty a pretty wild ride after hitting it. Like it's only been open for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. It didn't shake the A from the B to the B to the C. Oh, it shook the B's and, and A's and C's and D's everywhere. Yeah, yeah she's pretty yeah. rough. But well, I'm oh, on. Yeah. Go on, sorry. I was going to say, I watched a little short video from CJ the other day, and she's playing the A, B, and like the A, B, why they're called A, B, and C. I'm like, B's, B's a coupling, and, you know, A's the A. Oh, no, it all makes sense once CJ explained it. Mm. Uh, so you're all learned now. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we've just got dollies and trailers out here in the West, I get it, you know, but you've got other things on the east. So I'm all learned it up, yeah. Mm. Uh, education is key. It is. Fair enough. So they say. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday so, night again. We've rolled around the week. We've had a full-on week of this trucking life. Oh. Well, I've had a full-on week, really. It's been flat out. I'm just saying, I'm like, you know you know how you sort of throw the shirt on that you had on yesterday and you think, I'm only going to do half a day today and it's not too dirty. And then you're standing there at the end of the day thinking, I've done longer than half a day and I'm really dirty and filthy and feral. And really had enough of the world. Well, that's me right about now, whatever time it is on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Saturday <laughs> afternoon for you. So, have you gone and cleaned yourself up and had a shower and changed your shirt? No, still no, sitting no, there? no. I did the old Johnny. Should put that on the Johnny Cash. Put on my cleanest, dirty shirt. Hey, <laughs> 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 Sunday morning special. No, I thought I just got home. I was running them. I went and fueled up and. Don't particularly want to go and do anything tomorrow. I'll try and have another twenty-four hour off. I particularly want to do anything truck related tomorrow, so I'll go and waste, you know, another half hour. So I'll go and fuel up, come back home, and yeah, put me home with enough time to make a bit of toast and pour a nice glass of ice water, ice. and uh, head out to the shed. 
Iced water. Hmm. Well, I'm trying to get some water into me as well. I probably woke up a little bit dry this morning, so yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether it's tired or what the go is, but yeah. Oh, it can do that, a bit of tiredness. I had, I had a little bit of sleep in this morning. Nothing oh, right, Nothing wrong with that. No, 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 no. I mean, I do the off, but every other day has been 4.30 starts and and a solid couple of weeks coming home on the Crossman Nullarbor. And Wednesday, I do apologise to the good listeners for missing missing Wednesday. I was really keen to get there. But at this point in our time, when the harvest went ahead of breakdown and the customer is, you go pick it up and you deliver. you got to yeah. do what you got to do. Yeah, that's the business we're in. You mm. ring, we bring. <laughs> Well, well, I just got the arrow out of Perul anyway. Oh, we were, we were going to have a live Saturday night live oh, on the flight of Marool. A live interception, wouldn't have that been? Um, oh, wouldn't that be great? Just want to say, uh, gentlemen, you're on the road radio. Anything to further to say? No. <laughs> on your way, driver. What thought had happened is I just handed my electronic logbook out the window in compliance mode and they'd look at it and go, oh, hand it back and say, see you later, drive. Mm. Ch- change the screen, screen saver to their face to take a selfie with it and then uh, <laughs> send it back to you. You know what they'll probably do? Or, uh, oh. Surely them blokes would have a bit of fun with that. Once you hand them out a laptop, they, they'd have to change the settings to Chinese or something like that or you're speaking in Spanish or... <laughs> <laughs> they not like that with electronic work, Doris? I don't. I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. But anyway, they 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 don't seem as though they get too what worried. What is your ratio to get when you get pulled over of people that look at them or don't look at them? What are, or you don't? Oh, I've been either. pulled. I've been pulled over three or four times for randoms. Yeah. Um. Um. And I've been through the shed once on the southbound side. Yeah. Um. But. You know, they, they just look at it and they go, oh, okay. And of course, once it gets, once it gets into the system that you're on electronic logbooks, I don't think that they, you know, they, they don't even bother with you anymore, you know. Yeah. Our, um, our fleet's had three defects in the last five years, so, hey, right you, know, yeah. you know. Not really not, a target, eh? We're not really a target, no. We're a very small target. Mm. So, you know. Yeah. When you back down, head mechanic gets very upset if it gets a defect. Yeah, something's wrong, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, and look, yeah, it's, it's like you keep shorter trailers and you don't run high ball liners, so everything's pretty well compact where you do, so it's pretty well yeah. on the money for that stuff, isn't it? You can oh, only mate. volume load, can't you? Really, you can't. Yeah, you we're all... for the hell of it. So, yeah. We're over the Weybridge all the time. Mm. Yeah. Well, like, you might know... You be known. You would be yeah. known. Yeah. So, you know, we go, we tear off every, virtually everything we can in these tankers that's by weight. And it's all got to be verified by weight certificates. You know, we've got all the airway stuff on them as well. Mm. But, you know, we don't, we don't do anything adventurous like load on farm or, you know, it, it's all, it's all very controlled what we do. So, you know, it's a, a niche area of transport's pretty good, you know. We um, we loaded on farm today. I loaded a contractor, a very good contractor mate of mine. Loaded him on farm today, and I loaded his uh, oh, his steel bin, and it's got a nice little short dolly for you lot yeah. over there. It's an A-frame setup dolly, and so it's got a turntable and a dolly, and so we're back in a little stumpy tractor. <laughs> it's just like back in two on to three, you know. It's hard work, very much yeah. hard work. Yeah, we got it wrong. 
done it. It's been a big day today, though. Bloody Castle Mains on today. Looks and good. what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Well, I was uh, I was talking to our old, uh, your friend and mine, Rod Hennepy, because he was down there today. Oh. And he and he said it was raining, and it was not raining, and it was hot, and then it was oh. raining, and it was not raining, and then it was steamy. Oh, <laughs> we'd be. And he reckoned, he reckoned the player comfort level wasn't really fantastic at all. Oh, you can imagine all the ice pack running in Victoria tonight. <laughs> yeah. be just the hum, the song of their people would be the song of our people at the Castle Main <laughs> Showground. <laughs> but uh, your friend and mine, Pat from Pearlcraft, mate, uh, uh-huh. supplied and supplied and fitted a new Pearlcraft wheel to the truck ride industry vehicle. Well done to everybody involved. Mr. Hannafy uh, is absolutely stoked. I've got a photo of him with the wheel with his big grin on his face. He's got That's the Pearl Craft smile, mate. Oh, he's got the pearly wife coming out. He's, he's got the Pearl Craft smile. Gee, look, the looks, quite, looks quite good too, doesn't it? I think this was that you, Mike, sent me a picture there of it actually fitted to the truck. That's right. So, yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that Sam fitted it to the truck for him and... Uh, really, really good. Sorry? The colours matched up okay. Yeah, it all ended up that one colour. I think it's blue, blue I think it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the, the lighter one, anyway, the lighter blue. Might be either blue. Mm. Oh, might be oh, no. on the is Voodoo, is Voodoo blue. blue the darker blue? Oh, geez, I'd have to check off. Voodoo blue sounds like a darker blue, doesn't no, no, it? Just purely it in does. The- it does, it does, it does. But I'll tell you what, it's a lighter blue anyway, and it looked really cool. And and, and we're, probably, we're going to get in trouble here for a moment because we're, what, 15 minutes in, and we haven't mentioned that, that size does matter. So, oh, it uh, does. Do, do, it does. Do you run your tape over your field bin, did you, Yogi? Was it a worry for you anywhere there? Uh, my field bin, no. We do have a hot permit for the set road, so we did run it over. The auger was of a concern, but we did measure it, and we're right. We're right on our height. So, yes, size does matter. Mm. Queensland Rail, of course, sponsors of this show and uh, our live shows, at least for the for the for the time being, and been big supporters of the podcast for the last couple of years. We've got a couple of interviews coming. We're going to be talking to. Uh, some of their um, response staff that go out and have a look at things when things go pear shaped, and uh, that'll be that'll be interesting. I'm hoping to record that one soon. And um, yeah, they've been sponsoring the news on the radio station and 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 things like that. So you have to listen to Andy and I with our corny little trucky act. Mm. Yeah, we we did play oh, that just a few minutes ago. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sort of tucked it in there, you know. What at the start, when Fif- I wasn't listening? Fifteen minutes before the show, yeah. So it just proves you weren't listening, Michael. Well, I wasn't listening. I was busy. I'm like trucking, mate. Trucking away. But anyway, no. It's um, yeah, yeah. Thanks to Queensland Rail. No, your trucking height and your size matters. Yep. Mm. And of course, the uh, closing the loopholes convoys all over Australia today. That yep. you boys talked about last night on the show, on a special show. That show's up on the podcast feed, so if anyone wants to have a listen to what uh, Chris Rowe and Glenn Gastonelli from the National Road Freighters Association had to say with Craig and Yogi, then they can go to the podcast feed and have a listen to that and uh, get a little bit of information. It's a little bit out of date now because the convoys actually happened. 
but uh, some of the some of the conversation there may certainly make you prick your ears up a little bit. Mm. I know it made me prick my ears up when I was listening to it, but anyway, there you go. It was um, certainly a good turnout today, by the look of it, from the messages that I've received today. So yeah, that that was good. Yeah, so it's all part of the news today. So tonight, part of news today. Tonight we um, we're going to have our good friend Paul Bergini on. He's coming in around oh. eight o'clock. Eastern Standard Daylight Saving Time. <laughs> so, so for right, are you, are you, are you, have you roped yourself down for that, or is he just throwing you? You just throwing the bait in the water just to see if you'll bite. I reckon. I reckon that's what that is. Yeah. Oh. So, what time's that for you, Yogi? I don't care. <laughs> Did you just say I don't care? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Figure it out. So well, whatever you want to do. Did I, did I see somewhere something put something that Norfolk Island do half an hour on day on daylight saving time? I don't know. Is that true? Have we got any listeners on Norfolk Island? I don't, know. I, don't know. I don't know. It's a big transport hub. I can't see. I wouldn't see many A doubles <laughs> running around Norfolk Island. They'd probably be as uh, as long as the island, but. It is actually. Have you ever been there? It's a beautiful place. No, I've never been. Never one of the places I've never been. Norfolk yeah. Island. I um, we went there when we were kids, um, with mum and dad, and had a bit of a, a tour around. A beautiful place. Um, I've actually at one point looked at trying to find some employment over there to perhaps move there because you can't go there unless you've got a job there. Um, huh? yeah, a bit, um, bit special, but um. Yeah, so well, obviously, you are special. Oh, you're right there. <laughs> so you um, probably have to wait for someone to die to get a job there. But you know, it's um, yeah, quite a lovely place. So we might have to go there. Yeah, one but you day. Can, what a, see what the you trucking can work from home. Does. You could do the well, you do the radio show from there. There you go. Well, you could. I, I imagine they'd have internet over there. You'd like to think so. Yeah, but then yeah, no, it's it's a great looking place and. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'd I'd like to go back and have a look around because you know when you when you're 12 years old, you have a bit of a different view of what's going on to what you do oh, when you're in your, in your late yeah. 30s. Really? Really? You do. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've got I've got we got a Tasmanian story about that. Mum and Dad took us down to Tasmania with on the spirit, and it was probably about then. So, I well, probably chances are I think the big mountain man yourself might walking around down there. But, but you know, because only would have been half a dozen people down there at the time. Um, in Tasmania, <laughs> in Tasmania, yeah, in Tasmania. So yeah, but you, you do. You, you go there as a kid, and you go back and go. This is a pretty cool place. Yeah. There's a lot going on here, and then you then you really do appreciate it. Yeah. So and I'd imagine the they've got internet there as well. And I don't know. Back then, we never had it. So yeah, yeah. yeah we we had good old fashioned argue with your siblings in the car, yeah. not look at a screen. It actually, um, when you look at something like Norfolk Island. It'd um, be interesting to, to actually talk to someone about the transport industry there. Like, obviously, they still move stuff around, so... Yeah, well, in, in NFJU, probably. <laughs> yeah. well, <laughs> hey, 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 I seen one the other day. Oh, yeah. FJU. Yeah, well, FJU. Yeah, and FJU, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. The things you see on farm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's always um, it's amazing, isn't it, Yagi, when you go to pick up some headers or machinery and or drop something off, and 
and you see some prizes sitting in the in the scrap heap around the place. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I know in the scrap heap. Mm, or tuck, yeah, tucked or away in the woolshed, or... and they've got a few. Um, there'll be a few, few old bales sitting on top of it, or you know, <laughs> I'll just spread that fleece out there to dry. Bought, bought, yeah, bought, bought, bought a dead one in out of the rain and shore it and threw the fleece over the old FJ to dry. <laughs> it's um, yeah. Anyway, we we used to have quite a quite a collection of T model Ford stuff. My my dad was right into the T models, and you know, whenever oh. any opportunity came about to buy another another load of parts from somewhere, he certainly took that on. And yeah, uh, yeah so. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, so you arrow out, Mike. So that means you're northbound up the hill, and uh, yeah, pumping pumping out tonight, or you? Uh, no, no, I'm only unloading it till Monday, mate. So yeah, uh, they said it won't fit, so I'm going to go and park oh. it and jump in the Ute and go home. That's the plan. Yeah, right. Hey, so a, f- a full day off tomorrow. Well, we live in hope. Yeah. What can we do, Craig, to bugger Mike up? I don't know. We've been, job. But got me thinking now. <laughs> <laughs> I can so, say, no, I've got a, I've got a podcast to put together tomorrow. I've got an editorial to write. I've got to finish reading it, writing a uh, uh, a truck and the uh, rig of the month story. I've got to finish re- writing that. I've got another rig of the month which has just been submitted, which is just going to blow people's ears off. That blew my ears off, and um, it's uh, it is a Kenworth. I'm sorry about that, but my God, what a Kenworth! Anyway, there's a bit of other stuff going on tomorrow, so I do have some things to do. Rentco rig of the month is going well. Mm. The Rentco rig of the month is going extremely well. We've got uh, a little bit of interest. I'd love to see various brands and trucks. If you've shined a truck up for Castlemaine. Take some good, high-quality photos and, yeah. and submit it to a rent co rig of the month. Please yeah. and thank you. Yeah. Please and thank you. And uh, I got some photos. You know that you know that um, Bugatti Blue Ford. You know the the one from up in the Northern Territory. The uh, the uh, ex heavy haulage one. Oh. I can't think of the guy's name now. Isn't that terrible? Yeah, no, I'm not familiar with that one, Mike. Anyway, Peter Slink went and took some photos of that for us. I've got to put that in. I'm a sucker for an LGL, you know. I really am. Oh, well, we can see oh, that on the previous front cover of the uh, November edition of A Truck and Life. Um, mm. sucker for, I'm a sucker for an LGL. I always love them, you know. Mm. They and that, Look, they were a good limited edition LGL. They were just a nice-looking truck, that Kentucky mm. edition. Yeah. Well, this, uh, this one, this one, old mate uh, spent a couple of two or three years getting the parts together, and then Jacob Cookle had it for a couple of years oh, doing, no. the re- doing the refurbishment on it. And uh, the thing is just, just absolutely immaculate. And it still gets used. They move trailers around with it, and they do a little bit with it. Bit, probably a bit, of a, a bit of a stretch to call it a working truck still. But it's uh, certainly not on historic plates, and it, it uh, does. I, I'd say it, it earns its keep in a very limited way. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> no, quite. It, it, it do enough to justify having it around. Plot, it doesn't. Plot. Well, 
basically what is the look good thing. <laughs> yeah, like all good husbands. Do enough to justify keeping you around. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, I wish I could think of his name. I, I, if I was actually down in the cage, I'd just pull it up on the computer and I'd have his name in front of me. And I'd look like I was well informed and have an excellent memory, but I've, I've caught myself out. I didn't even have to do it. I just, it's an own goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. What a truck, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. So these other truck. ones, Mike, you, we, we probably should post a few of those or put them in our Dropbox, mate, so we can have a bit of a look. Yeah, oh, really, yeah, 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 probably yeah, should. yeah. When yeah we should have a little... We should have maybe a truck truck meeting one of these days with the graphic designer. Or yeah. Maybe we need to get back into it. Well, there's, there's a few things... That, like, this is what I'm going to be doing tomorrow when I actually get into the office for the first time for a week or so. Back in the cage. Hey, yeah. uh, Back in the cage. In the cage. And I'll, I'll do it. I'll do a bit of this stuff because I, you know, I'm out here and be cheap at the moment. Uh, that's yeah, just right, part yeah. of being a trophy husband, Michael. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm. And you keep, yeah, try Come home with the dollar yeah, bills. Well, maybe, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, put the dollar bills in your hand. That's where they go. Mm. Yeah, on the in the bank. And maybe, maybe, um, uh, maybe I'll be the same tomorrow. I've actually got a day off tomorrow, so maybe if we, if we might even have a little discussion tomorrow. There well, might we, be can, a, we can do that. A Zoom, you say? A Zoom? I said discussion. I don't think we need to get all dressed up and look at each other. Well, that's probably, you know. Well, you've only that'd got involved, a, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be involved me putting my pants on. I don't know if I want to do that. Well, you, for a yeah, Zoom meeting, you don't have to put your pants on, but at least a shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's up to you about your own personal hygiene or whatever. And maybe, Yogi, if we do have a Zoom, you could put a fresh shirt on. How about that? Oh, I will. I'll be fresher than Daisy tomorrow. I'm going to go shower, shave, shampoo, knock it all out. Going to have a big shower tonight, get all clean, <laughs> and then tomorrow I'm just going to. You're fresh and ready to attack the world. That's right? good. Yeah. And you're going to be doing oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah. You're going to be doing oh. that with your Cheezel's bucket hat. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on a minute. Are there a Christmas present? Oh, for yourself. <laughs> 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 well, I, well, just hate to break it to you, mate. You, you're not, you know what you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what I'm getting. Now we're. Uh, won't be in the Teasel bucket hat, but I'll tell you what, a bucket hat it will be wearing tomorrow. The truck and life bucket hat. How good are oh. they? Do you remember when oh. you said there's no other fa- uh, uh, hats that fit your head? Yeah, CTC are the number one hat for bullfeds like me. Mm. Right, that's what I said in a meeting. I might have to take that back. Because here we've got some bucket hats. They are pretty cool, aren't they? They are pretty, and they fit my bullf head. Yeah. Not going to lie. I mean, was that it the largest size or not? Uh, I think it was XL or whatever the largest XL. size was. So, yeah. so there you go. So it should fit anybody just about then if it um, fits your bullf well, head. <laughs> well, I know. My CTC hats run on the third click from the end. The third <laughs> That's where click. they are. Yeah, third click from the end. That's where they've got to be. Some run on the second click, you know, depends yeah, on. Yeah, right, which one they are, and I've got a I've got a lovely collection of CTC hats sitting on the on the shelf. Oh, mine, I just pulled my just pulled my hat off and had a look at it. Mine's on the second. Yeah, there, the there you go. Right, 
Yep. All right. Mine's got five clips in it. Well, stick with so. us, Craig, and your brain, your brain will grow bigger one oh, day. You no. know, you'll be full yeah. of knowledge if you hang around with us for months so, longer. As I, as I gain a bit more age, you're saying? Uh, yeah, or, uh, if you hang around with us, you'll gain knowledge. Yeah, so right That'll on. gain age as well. It's yeah. just one of those things. I mean, I, I was 87 three days ago, and I feel great. Yeah, so, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're looking yeah. good for that age bracket too. <laughs> hey, speaking of looking good, are we feeling good and looking good? Oh. How are we going with that? We're nearly coming up to the end of the two months. We are. Uh, very close. I will have to um, Wednesday night post up another link, um, okay. which will be the, the finale for everybody. Um, Wednesday? To right. post, yeah. So they'll put that up. Well, I'll put it there so that everyone can look at it and – because we don't have to finish that till the end of November, so that's what uh, Thursday. No idea. Mm, I think Friday's the first. December is is at us very very quickly, isn't it? Yeah, so, it has come around quick, and it has come around slow this year. It's been a bit of a long mm. and drawn out sort of year on a lot of things, and mm. uh, harvest has been a quick harvest. So it's going to be a, a quick quick run into Christmas this year. I think we've got another solid month right up until Santa takes all the grain away, and mm. then uh, and then we we'll probably will back off a little bit and see what happens in the New Year. Mm. So, yeah. so that'll mean a little a, a quieter January for you, mate. Or yeah, last couple of years we've led. You know, any farmers out there and any truck drivers carting grain, everybody knows you don't want to go over. Uh, you don't want to harvest in two years. Mm. So you want to get it done in one year and everyone, everyone's dragging into January and, and some even early February year at home. It just went on for a long time in the last couple of years. It's been great years, but just got wet, wet Novembers and yeah, it didn't, didn't go as quick as what it was. So whereas this year, I think a lot of people will be done. Like this contract that we moved today was moved in for sort of the last 13, 14, 15 years, I think. And this is the earliest I've ever moved him. I generally move him home. In December, but it's probably mid to late December. There is curfew uh, where he lives, so you can't run anything wide after a certain amount of time. So yeah. we're always making a phone call, mate. You're going to get me done for Christmas Eve. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Hmm. So, yeah. So the last couple of years have been a bit of a tight sort of squeeze, but this year we've got him done. We got him home, and uh, he's pretty happy. But it'll be it'll be another yeah another good three weeks. But yeah, it'll give us a bit of a quiet sort of January, which. Um, generally means that I'll chuck a big one on and uh, end up in all foreign places and, you know, like Tobar or something like that. And, um, well, you yeah, are coming home. over for Karoid, aren't you? So, yeah, we'll be there January. for Karoid, end of January. So we'll go down the coast for a couple of weeks at the end of January, then uh, jump on the big tin budgie thing and come over and Karoid. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The tin budgie. Tin budgie, what is it? Tin pigeon thing, whatever you call them, plane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the big aeroplane. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be uh, look, looking forward to that. Croydon is the opening of the truck show year, and uh, good people down there at Croydon have um, yeah, been good to it. We'll, truck along. we'll be there as uh, Truck and Life and on the road. Yeah, again. we'll all be there. Um, yeah. It is, is, one, it's, is one of the events that we've all agreed to. Um, to go to together correct so correct. I imagine we haven't locked in a broadcast from down there but we will be doing that um, yeah yeah so encourage them. I might but, run into a few people down there I know 
You never know. Well, there's a few people know that you know. They know that you know that you know that they know you're from Mm. Denver. And and (laughs) those would be the people that are in the know. And they they were. Yeah, they were. They were. Not anymore. They were. Not anymore. Not anymore? (laughs) Well, we'll we'll, we'll be down there. And if you need to, Mike, you can hide behind us. Oh, I'd have to duck. I won't have to duck for cover, mate. I'm going. Hey, hey, hey! He's talking to Mike Rimsey. He didn't duck for cover. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here, come and get me. I'm going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on, bring it on, and that's what yeah. we're talking about, you Mike. That's uh, it's going to be. Wow. It's uh, it's, it's actually going to be pretty good. I um, old mate, uh, what's he call himself? Blue. I think it's Blue Dog Cartoon. He's going to be. He lives down that way, you know. Yeah. Huh? Right. yeah so. Oh, very good. Not, not yeah. Bluefield, Blue Dog. Yeah, Blue Dog. Yeah, Blue Dog. Yeah, yeah. The other, the other fella. The other, the other, fella. Uh, the, other, yeah. the other, the other, the other funny cartoonist. Mm. And uh, yeah, you know, he's uh, he's quite interesting. He's an interesting bloke. And um, what else? What else is going on? All right, mate. Uh, just just mucking around, you know. Here we are. We might go to a song. And, um, Bloody raining now. Yeah. Oh, man. no shot of real. Get it going and rain them. I washed the oh. truck. It's a guarantee that it's going to rain. It's been raining most of the day. Oh, I don't I don't even want to look at the buddy wheels and that. It's terrible. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Omicron, Purple Power, we'll sort that out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I got some. <laughs> I love it. Uh, 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 I, was, uh, I was talking to Luke the other day, and yeah. I said, Luke, you haven't rung me back. And he said, You haven't rung me back. That's what he said. Ah, good on you. He's, he's got and, I, and I said, Oh. So, and guess what? I was supposed to ring him back this week, and guess what day it is? Saturday. Uh, yeah. And I, and I haven't rang him back. Oh, dear. I spoke to him. Uh, I spoke to him last Saturday up at uh, up at up at Bathurst, and I was going to call him anyway. Oh, uh, mate, uh, American Custom Chrome's down at um, Castle Maine. He's got a heap of Omicron stuff down there in the truck. So, yeah, in there at Castle Maine. Castle Maine goes tomorrow as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it's sort of getting today. Then the actual convoys tomorrow, or you know, truck raid. And yeah. then on, on the showgrounds for Sunday, I think. I think there is two categories. I think there is a Saturday category and a Saturday and a Sunday category. And then right. I think there's the best overall show from what I remember yeah. about. Don't actually uh, be tough, couple of times. We can't be everywhere. I was I a bloke uh, called me on the UHF earlier this afternoon. He said, are you going through Castle Main, are you, Mick? Because I'm coming out of Melbourne. I said, no, mate, I, I can't. I've got to keep trucking this. And I uh, there's sort of a, an expectation that you can be everywhere. I would have loved to have been there, but unfortunately, you just can't, you know? Mm. If no. we if we get going what we're going to get going, we will be everywhere, eventually. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, there'll be no avoiding us then, will there? <laughs> you will. You lot in the transport industry will be sick of it. Well, then. <laughs> we, a lot, well, actually, my mate, a lot of my mates reckon they I'd go to an opening of Skinner Beans, to be honest, but um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we, we will be everywhere. <laughs> You've got to be careful with this blatant self-promotion, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You've got to be careful with 
You don't want to be, you don't want to be called out on a day. Like, oh, were you there actually promoting yourself? Oh, no. Yeah, I was. Yeah, read about it. Yeah, my brand. Blatant self-promotion. So, Yogi, this afternoon, we, we were sitting up upstairs here with our good neighbour, Ian, having a yep. cu- couple of beers and... Um, having a lo- pre-show prep that you generally do, yeah. Yeah, losing, losing some money on the, on the horses. I think, you know, we might... <laughs> The $81 that you won last oh, week, have you lost that? No, I haven't yet. I haven't lost a whole lot, but <laughs> we, we started off pretty good today. Call it back back something on the first race when we started, and, and she won, so she thought she was invincible um, <laughs> and proceeded to lose her winnings and a little bit, but that, that was all right. But while we're doing that, we're getting some Snapchats from you guys. Oh, no, it would be from Amanda. With, oh, so blame, blame Amanda, that's all right. Oh, I will, okay. and I have. So it had Correct. had some um, had some song suggestions on it. Look, looked like you were both bopping along pretty well in PJ there. Well, to it. so, yeah, we were. Like, weekend, we were, you know, and Amanda's done probably 4,000 cases this week herself, and she's had, she's had, I had 30 off. Remember, I thought that to get me booked all squared away. Yeah. I had 30 off. But Amanda's done five days at a four-thirty start. <laughs> oh. She's had a full five, and she's been out to Kalgoorlie and back. So she's so Saturday afternoon when we're sort of cruising along home, thinking, you know, she's and it was only an hour and a half home from where we unloaded, but it, it felt like forty-eight hours. You know, mm. not that the company was bad. So, so I'm sitting there going, Amanda, give us a song tonight, and she goes, Do you know what? I like rock set. Well, and I'm like, well. Put it on. Do you know what? It's here. <laughs> here we're ready to go. So well, play it. We will play it. And um, he's off drinking with the girls at the moment. Oh. So I'm I'm actually designated driver tonight. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. So you got to go and pick her up. Yeah, unless I con the the pee plate to go and do it. Yeah, right. So <laughs> my God. Might cost me 20 bucks through the chicken treat drive through, but I'll get it done, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> we might go to a bit of rock set. So, what was the right, song, Yagi? What was the song? No idea because Amanda's like, you know, oh, no. Dangerous? No. No. What's the other one? Joyride. Joyride. So, that's what you two are doing, the Savo. We have a joyride, hey? We're having a little bit of a joyride in PJ. Oh, right. right. Well, listen, right, we'll be right back. Bit of rock set, joyride. Oh 
We're back, everybody. We've been telling some pretty funny stories. Um, Tip is cold, everybody. Tip is cold. cold. Tip is cold. There you go. Isn't that lucky? Both two The other day when I went to play on one down there, red hot. Did you call it? No, because I was on the phone. Hands free, obviously. Oh, it hates me. Correct the mundane. Oh,いいパイ。いいパイ。そう、ルミパイ。そう、ルミパイ。そう、ルミパイ。そう、ルミパイ。そう、ルミパイ。そう、ルミパイ。そう、ルミパイ。そう、ルミパイ。そう、
it's been abused. <laughs> it never break like that <laughs> normally. Yeah, well, okay. Maybe it doesn't break like that normally, but it did, and that's why we paid the extra warranty. So yeah. anyway, yeah, got the camera back. Still got it. Still broken. Um, oh, so you can um, you can take photos of your dinner for Instagram now? Is that what you were doing? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. Keep <laughs> 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 yeah. it in the dining room. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, extended warranty. I always have a bit of a beef with that. Grinds my gears, Michael, as you would say. Yeah, comes your cookies, grinds your gears. I don't buy the extended warranty. I won't do it. No, I don't. I don't anymore. I just think, what's the point? You're only just trying to fleece me out of a few more bucks. Like as I say, I'd rather buy a product where they actually say you don't need to get your extended warranty because you're not going to have a problem with it. Yeah, like um, Simon from Next Journey with his travel bag. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no extended warranty because you never need it. No extended warranty because you won't need it. You'll use it for six years and it won't break, so it's all good. Yeah. I, I didn't buy these. I just bought the warranty. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I, there was no extended stuff. I just bought the 12 month warranty for $49. Yeah. Thinking, oh, well, look, if they're going to bugger up and be in the first 12 months. Yeah. And it turns out they have. Yeah. And it turns out they won't do jack poo doodly about it. Mm. Oh, there you go. So, mm. no. Then, no. of course, you have a win sometimes, too. You can have a win. Yeah, oh. not often, not often, but you can. Oh, with warranty. Yeah, yeah, yeah not often. Yeah, Steve, uh, Steve Graham had a win with warranty once he put it on social media that he what he done to his new Cummins and Cummins come to the party and give him warranty, an extended warranty. <laughs> 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 he said he was happy. He told me the other day. He said, "Good on Cummins for doing that." I said, "Fantastic." Yeah. <laughs> Must yeah, be, well, must be nearly time for Steve to come back on the show, eh? Yeah, it'll be wet now in the north, so he'll be back home. So, um, yeah, big time. Well, um, but he won't, yeah, he won't be, won't be bogged somewhere. Well, he won't try not yeah. to be bogged in the next. You never try to be bogged in December because there's a strong chance he won't be home. <laughs> he doesn't get bogged in December. Oh, so, yeah, so uh, I will. I'll pop the challenge accepted, Steve. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Good, eh? That'd be an interesting one. So we, we will have, um, have Paul B. Genie on here shortly. We'll, um, we'll go to another one of Yogi's songs here shortly and we'll try and get Paul on the phone. But we're oh, going back to these bucket hats, Yogi, and, and you right. you love it. I love it. I wear mine. Um, where do you get them, mate? Where do you get them? Well, which ones are we talking about? The, our TV bucket hats. Our truck and life. Our truck and life <laughs> bucket hats. <laughs> Well, at all leading retail. Send it to your major GPO at box uh, seven eight seven. No, it's uh, we, well, well, we'll be at Truck and Life. We'll be at different shows. You get it at Caroy, but you can get it online at truckandlife.net.au. www. We um, go to the online store. There's a few products there. Get your uh, there's some kids shirts there, kids buckets, hats, and oh, a few things yeah. to um, maybe get you a few presents there. Some of our next journey bags that are printed with Truck and Life. No warranty because you won't need it. Yeah, so you know if you don't know what to buy Christmas for someone in the trucking industry, there's plenty of good stuff at Truck and Life 
com. And I, I highly recommend net. Dot net. Dot net. Dot net. Highly recommend. Now this this I've said this before and I am blatant self promotion here for the brand. But if you bought your loving person that you love in the transport industry a truck and life subscription, it is the gift that keeps gifts. Mm. And go back and buy him a hat and well, a shirt can, and a bag. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not take all their money off of me. Yeah, yeah. Get the subscription. It keeps coming to you all year. My lovely mother-in-law, Barb, she used to do it for me. My mum used to do it for me too, that they buy the truck and life subscriptions back in the day. And uh, and it just keeps turning up whether you, whether you, you know, when you don't expect it, here it is in the mail. Perfect. Mm. So it is the perfect. So there is there is a few gift suggestions we have there at Truck and Life. I mean, what what do you give people that have got everything in? Oh, everything. Anyone that works in transport, what do you what do you give them? I mean, you can buy me, you can buy me a nine hundred. You can buy me a nine hundred Kenworth if you like. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get one over to you. You know, I, I do have one. Smoking uh, around, well, I drove it yesterday. I, I take. I, I take. I take. One size fits all in black, and right on, uh, right and uh, and it's, you know with a yellow motor that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing, and nothing else. Just a uh, big bunk aircon, you know, one yeah. only four yeah, the production yeah. line, never be seen again. That's right. Yeah, but the one that if you happen to know where there's one laying about, I got a garage you can go in. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> My mate, it was up in my mate's yard yesterday. No, we love West Australia and we love these. Anyway, I said, I'm coming pick up the back road. Yeah, right, okay, these are on the spring hanger. Okay. <laughs> right, I know, Drummond. So it's like, he's a good dude. So we know he's yard, so it's all good. So you just think, it's the unicorn just sitting out there with the keys just hanging on the spring. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Not, not yeah. ideal. Not ideal, but. At least leave me the ignition of the door open, eh? Well, this is true. Yeah, he did know I was coming, and I did tell him that I'd be there in the morning, and he had to go out and he had equestrian in the park. He was a very busy man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, it's a bit ordinary coming into Sydney tonight. Uh, traffic or rain? Oh, just the weather. I'm just coming coming up to Bargo now, and the, it's just the mist has just closed in, and it's visibility oh. going down, and it's just... Awful. Mm. Yeah. You're on the roads out here tonight. I tell you what, you want to just take it easy. It's yeah. terrible. Tell you what, the other, other morning I was coming up, um, coming up to Oosley there, and yeah. it was in it, it was in its prime. Um, yep. Fog, wet. Yep. And yep. Um, peak hour. <laughs> awesome. Oh, isn't isn't it a joy? <laughs> <laughs> it is a joy. It is an absolute, an absolute I, joy. I, I don't know why they actually don't slow the traffic down to at least sixty for the whole for that steep pull there. Um, the worst part about this is that you get out the trucks up there. It doesn't matter whether they're big alphabet road trains or even truck. I mean, you get a truck doing more than 40, 30, 40 kilometres an hour going up there. You mm. really got to be, you know, unless you're empty. And, and, of course, the cars can do 80, mm. and there's plenty of blind corners. Crazy talk. The trucks are allowed out in two lanes. And I tell you what, the amount of close calls I've seen going up and down there, because I've been up and down there a bit, 
um, with, with people in cars just get so impatient and they'll try and go up the left and all of a sudden there's a truck doing 20 kilometres an hour in front of them, you know. It's just how there's not been more bad accidents on there's got me buggered, well, you know. What I found hilarious on the, on the you know, the first steepest part of the pool there and you yeah. go, go around the left-hand sort of corner, is it, on, on where that you can turn off on the other side of the road. They've decided yeah. that on that part is where you write with big white writing, um, you know, to like truck only this lane. So it's on yeah. both lanes, but it's, it's slippery in the wet. That's right. So it is, yeah. where, where it's where mm. you're actually on the peak of um, of needing traction, they've painted white stuff on the road, and you yeah. you know, and that's where people lose traction. It. You know, why not put it just back, what, why put it at all? But, you know, you put a sign up, but putting um, white paint on the road to uh, help you lose traction, it's not a good idea. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, for me, I, I go up there empty from time to time, and uh, it's very, very frustrating if you're empty and you can go up at the speed of the cars going up. Mm. Um, you know, you're very, very tempting to slip out into that right lane and, just sort of make your way around quickly. Because the thing that worries me is that someone's going to come and, and basically plough into the back of you, you know? Mm. I don't want to be there. It's not... But the safer option is, if, I mean, if you're if, if you're empty and you can go around the, around the, the trucks of the two left-hand lanes, why shouldn't you? No, if you can do that. It's, it's a little bit like the Adelaide Hills. We went down the Adelaide Hills at 80 for years yeah. until someone said, no, you can't do it. Yeah, it's the same as going down Bobtail. You've got to do forty because that's the truck speed limit going down Bobtail. Mm. It's dangerous. It's dangerous in my view. Mm. You know, you you don't need to do it. But anyway, that's a Wednesday night subject as well. Anyway, guys, we might um, might go another song here, and we'll try and get Paul on the phone. So, yeah, we had another suggestion here from you, Yogi, bit of Kenny Rogers. Oh, Oh, yeah. What did you do? Did you just pick some song titles and just throw them at a dartboard or something? Is that what you did? Hey, hey, hey. If you're going to say that, Amanda's going to hear you because she picked the gambler. So yeah. settle down. Yeah, well, Here's your glasses this, and, this and play the, the gambler. Thing. Amanda's 4,000 kilometres away at the moment, mate. She don't scare me one bit. Yeah, you say that to you get in the same room. I reckon she'd be 4,978 kilometres away because she's in town. She's closer ah. to you, me than you, you know. So yeah, oh, right. Uh, right. Well, she won't scare me until about the twenty sixth of January when we'll be in the same room. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Then we'll see someone ducking for cover. That's yeah, right. yeah, no, hey, yeah, Mike. We got your room three stories up in the <laughs> attic. Up you go, son. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. There you go. Right, oh, no, we've got to be the gambler here. We'll be right, right. back. No, it's. Um, I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Oh, Colin's just saying the apps just dropped out, but I don't think it was. I think it was um, our music feeds dropped off from the um, from um, what we're doing here. One anyway, job. One, one job, job. One job. That's one. One job. Yeah, we're, uh, I'm pretty sure we're a radio station that plays music. Do you know? Really yeah. Need to nail that. Anyway, I, I think I've just found what the problem was. So, anyway, we'll. Um, Who kicked the plug out? <laughs> probably the dog. 
How about that? Someone, someone's been playing with the buttons. That's what's happening, yeah. yo. But he can't blame much because we're not in the room. Oh, man, I want... Give me a control panel, you lot. Send me one over. I really want to break the transition and tweak the buttons and yeah. do it. I want, to be, I want to be a producer for a day. For that. Well, I'm going to try and get Paul on the phone now. He, you know, I don't like bringing people in hot when... Um, when we are live, but... Um, you just cut me off. We're off. One of my dreams and aspirations you just cut is me it? off. Yeah, so um, we've got Paul Bergini on the line now, and Paul, we are live. How are you going tonight? <laughs> <clears throat> I've got to say, I haven't met Amanda yet, but I'm scared of her already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happened then? Welcome to this show. Welcome. How are you tonight, Paul? I'm uh, I'm well, thank you, Craig. How are you, sir? Oh, I couldn't be better. You know, couldn't be better. We uh, we tried to bring you in during a song, and we we the, our music feed dropped out. But anyway, it seems to be back now, and I, I, I can only blame myself for that. Well, I I have nothing <laughs> right. but I have nothing but uh, admiration the fact that you tried to bring me in amongst the gambler. Mm. Like Kenny Kenny Rogers would be proud. Yeah, yeah. But mm. Kenny, poor Kenny, dropped out. So <laughs> he he did clip his ticket. We're losing the greats, <laughs> yes. But uh, when, when, when did that happen? Yeah, last uh, year, in oh. the last year, correct, Mike? Yes, correct. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But just uh, touching base and being scared of uh, of, of uh, Yogi's Amanda. Well, that comes from being scared of my own Amanda. So they're just they're just those sort of girls. Is it? So it's Lo- in the lo- name, is it Amanda? I think so. Oh, they're. They're loving and cuddly and very clever until you upset them, then run for cover. <laughs> mm-hmm. So next week we'll be broadcasting a little bit foreign savvy, island, No one will ever know with the, the name of the island that we'll all be broadcasting from <laughs> next week. It's called Dendril Ship Sailing. We'll be out in the ocean, I reckon. No, a lot of it. No, no, no. Pirate radio, you reckon? Pirate radio, yeah, you'll never catch it. We're on the run. Well, what you need to realise, Yogi, is Mulgawi is a refuge. For Mulgawi? For asylum seekers from Amanda or? Asylum, <laughs> yeah. asylum seekers. I, I welcome any asylum boys. So, uh, yes. Mm. So, young young Yogi, what part of the, ge- what geographical spot in our great country are you at tonight, young man? Uh, Base. I'm at HQ in Katani. We're home. Oh, you're home. Oh, very good. Yeah. Very good. Got home, got home during the week from my okay. little jaunt across Australia and uh, mm-hmm. went back out again and come back home again and uh, I've been everywhere. How did you go with those uh, band recommendations I sent you? Did you load up your Spotify? I hope. Oh, you are an absolute magician. <laughs> Absolutely. I got, got you going, didn't I? I? you did get me going. And like and Rusty and the drag strip trio, new favourite thing. Mm. Well, well and, and, you know, and, and Rusty Pinto and is the a post ball. Trackers. The flat trackers. And the flat yes. trackers. So, ooh, yes. that, so who's the first boy? A lot of good people. So, Ru- Ru- Rust, Rusty Pinto is a Perth boy. He's a Perth local. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that's... Um, Yagi's been sending me some suggestions lately, and obviously it's um, come from you, Paul. Well, that's the only way I can yeah. get them played, isn't it? Because you know I'm on on like the fourth <laughs> wheel, aren't I, with you boys? So, yeah. 
So you're trying to trying to use the back door to uh, influence your uh, music genres here. Craig, Craig, I am I am a musical infiltrator. Right. So yeah. Do you know there's a there's a much simpler way, Paul? Mm. It's called um, honey whiskey. Right. And you can send me bottles and make bomb yours. Who sings honey whiskey? Honey whiskey. Is that the flat tracker? It could be well, a no, yeah. Chris Stapleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go, Pete. No, I said yeah. that on the radio the other day, Craig. You weren't paying attention. Obviously, you must have been out doing stuff. But oh. so the sun was going down, and I was feeling like I'm just going to settle into the groove here and drive all day till my stupid work diary runs out and park up. <laughs> so I text Paul. I said, what's the go? Give me something. And he gave me a list of songs that he's off. Uh, Arthur, sorry. That he's off this chart. So, so I had a this time. is um, awesome sort of rockabilly stuff we're talking about. Correct. Well, it's Correct. right. Yeah, right. It would cover a few different genres in music, but basically. Did he, basically. Did he put any Brian Setzer in it? Yes. Stray, Stray Cats or the Brian Setzer oh, big Stray, band. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah, Stray Cats. Yep. Stray That's Cats. It. Oh, because there's a there's a, there's a, a great buddy Brian Setzer songs drive. Um, Oh, I can't think of the name of it now. Drive Like Hell or some bloody thing. Uh, race, mm. Racing with the Devil. Yeah, that might be it. Racing but, with I the mean, Devil. Brian, uh, Brian, the Brian Sets of Big Band. Absolutely orchestra. awesome. Brian Sets of Orchestra. Yeah, or, uh, orchestra. Brian Sets of Orchestra. That's I mean, uh, like, you know, yeah, I mean, one of them there was Go Cat Go, and I thought it was a bit rude sending to a Cummins bloke. But anyway, I thought I'll give it a <laughs> listen. I mean, it matter if you don't, you know. Turns out it took a while to get going, but it got there in the end. Mm. <laughs> 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 Listen uh. to you cat lovers out there. Oh, what do you mean it got there in the end? It did. <laughs> it just did. It just did. <laughs> but its engine brake sounded better, mate, or what? No. No, it doesn't. No. no? It, all I heard was whistle and whining. It was pretty good tunes, actually. Go Cat Go. It was a lot of whining and a lot of whistling. Yeah. Oh, whistle. <laughs> <laughs> as as the, as the series sixty goes past both of them, but anyway, who's that? Well, I can't, I oh. cannot put up what you sent me after that, Paul. It is not right. It's we're in we're in daylight hours. That cannot be put up. What you politically correct, incorrect? Yeah, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. Catch So <laughs> so, uh, where's our fearless leader this evening, boys? He's in the background well, here somewhere. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm actually just pulling up at our uh, at our parking area, and on I'm just about to uh, do me on Highway 39. I'm assuming. No, oh, 31. 31. Sorry, no, 31. My apologies. 31. 31. Come on, Paul. 31. Yes, yes. And uh, no, I'm just pulling up in our uh, little parking area, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm 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 going to try and back into a place in the dark. Um, in swinging two trailers. Yeah, and, uh, you know, trying, and I'm going to sort my paperwork out, jump in the ute and go home. Mm. Oh, very nice. Do you want us to keep telling you how to do it? Is this like backing up a caravan and we're standing there with Bubby watching you do it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sort of wondering how I'm going to go, because I normally turn the radio off so I can see better. Mm. Yeah. Um, A little bit to the left, a little bit to the left. A little bit to the left. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, um, no, you're, you're left, mate, not my left. <laughs> you're left. 
uh, you're doing right. a So I am in a confined space. I've just driven in here, and there are things parked in here that I'm not happy to see parked in here. And uh, it's going to be a little bit of fun, actually. We should let you go. Yeah. Well, that's and, all right. Uh, in the day, you got plenty of lights. I've got plenty of lights, mate. It's a Yume Highway truck. Of course, it's got lights on. Ah. What do you What do you mean it's dark? Like I thought you got stupid uh, daylight savings time. Stupid. Yeah, well, daylight. Yeah. Well, I'd have it, to look out uh, the window. It's eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock, mate. Oh, it's dark up here. Well, daylight. Yeah. Hang on, my God, he has it lights on. Oh, oh that'll help. That'll help you see. Yeah, we've well, got lights on too. I can put the. Uh, I just turned I just turned me, me big mirror mounted reversal lights on and guess what? They, don't they work. just shine straight in no no they work. They just shine straight in front yeah. of the stacks and you can't see anything. So now we had oh, done, so. straight was, into the mist. Work, working up here on the on the sugar cane, they well they still have them. They have lights on the trailer that when you actually go into reverse or when you put it put it up in the air or put the hydraulics in or whatever it is that, there's lights on the trailer that are on swing arms and they actually come out and um, yeah. so it actually give you a better view. So It'll, pretty handy sort of setup, actually. Most of our DG tankers have actually got lights on the back of them mm. and you can sort of put them down. Geez, I hope I don't knock that fence over. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's all the listeners. Yeah. You know, that'd be embarrassing. Do you want to go live on Facebook, Mike, so you can actually show us what you're yeah. doing? Yeah, so, no, so then we can actually help you. We could probably Mike. really help you. Put your phone no, like, down the back of the trailers and put it live, yeah. and we can yeah. all help you. Then. Oh, my, uh, my, I'll tell you what you do. What you do is you get one of those cups and you put a little teabag thing on the back of the trailer. Hey, 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 concentrate on what you're doing. Don't mm. outdrive your life. Mm. Concentrate <laughs> on what you're doing, all right? Don't worry about making a cup of tea until you get home in 22 <laughs> minutes, all right? You just concentrate on what you're doing there, young What I'm looking for, what I'm looking Swinging two is not as easy as it sounds, you lot over no. there. Mm. What, I'm, what I'm looking at, see, what, what's good is we've, we've got these cones that we use to line up on, right? <laughs> and they're not good to back in. They're not orange cones, they're not... They're not green right. cones, all right? Right, right, right. Uh, orange cones, orange yeah, cones, right. orange cones with reflectors oh, on them. Oh, right. And, and the resin as well. Geez, you're off the head. Cones, resin. What type of job is this, Michael? Oh, we, they explain a lot now. What type of company do you work for, Michael? I work for I work for a very professional company, mate. And they are Sounds that way. With resin and cones, yep. <laughs> Very good place Jones. to Great, great people. There we go. I'll tell you what, speaking of speaking of a great place to work, you know your mate's, uh, uh, our mate Andrew Solder's ex, ex-Black 909. Yeah. I can send you a photo of that where it's actually red. Been in oh, the dust. Oh, oh, it, yeah, it got off the bitumen. It got off the bitumen during the week, mate. It oh, got on the dirt. Got on the dirt. Really? Yeah, I'll right. tell you what. I could just imagine. I'll send you the photo later. Right, I'll it, Andrew. It, yeah, 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 yeah. And look, I can imagine Andrew would have been. I reckon he'd have been like apoplectic. Would yeah, be. Oh, like, yeah, I have seen that truck in far north Queensland in some fairly really hard going places. 
Yeah. He, he, he took a 20, 22 ton digger into this remote place in, in, the, yeah. in, the north, in north Queensland, and it was brutal, he said. He'd just get in there, and he's just going, he's going through gullies and stuff like that. So it has seen dirt, that thing. It's not, not has it? And every time yeah, he does a job for me in the West, oh, he always asks me how much dirt's involved and always telling minimal when I know there's at least 50k. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's cruel, Yogi. That's cruel. <laughs> Way, hey, 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 I want the job done for. I want it done. That's cruel. <laughs> it is cruel. You should at least be honest with people, you know. You should <laughs> say, mate, I don't think 50 k's of dirt's minimal. Well, you're 25 in and 25 out. Like, yeah. you're in there, you can't, you got to come out. Like, it's minimal. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't have that man. much dirt in my driveway. <laughs> I know. I, I, yeah, look, the, well, the refugee island has got minimal dirt. Mm. Oh, we're, yeah, we're going all the way on our driveway. Are you, are you ready? Listen to this. Listen to this. Go, great. Oh, there we go. Was that you hitting the fence or the truck next to you? No, that was the air brake, mate. Oh, oh, right. oh is that hitting the back in the stubby? You got it in. No, no, that was the air brake coming on. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna just sort of rack off for a little while. I've got to do my paperwork and sort out my uh, post trip inspection, etc., etc. I'm doing. You sort yourself oh, out there, Michael. And uh, Paul, can you just sort of keep these guys in line for me? Can you, mate? I will do my best, boss. I will do oh, my okay. best. Don't let them railroad you. Don't let them railroad you. And, and please, 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 feel free to chastise them on my behalf, all right? Right. And we, whilst feel you're done. away, we promise we will not talk about you. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. We can't wait. Anyway, we can't you two, well, okay, you two can. I'll, I'll just go silent while you do it. While, while you're talking about me, you're leaving other people alone. Yeah. I want to I wanna know, Paul, what? Vehicle, did you just send me? What is that? All right, uh, and we're talking to you in a bit, Mike. Or are you going to ring back? Sorry, I'll ring you. I'll ring you back, mate. Later right on, right won't be long. We'll talk to you won't soon. be long. Right, see you, boys. See I'm gone. Bye bye. See you, boss. Right, oh, nice. sorry. Back to you, Paul and, and Yogi. Whatever you're talking <laughs> about. You a, did you want to play the gambler out, or you, you know, then we we, we get through this, or you're okay? Are you talking to uh, Paul or me? Yeah, well, you're the one that's got the song, mate. Well, like do you want to listen to it again or not? Like Give we it started it. I do, it. Know, I do know Chuck what it. happened halfway through. But, uh, yeah, we do too. Chuck yeah. it on. Right. We'll, we'll, be, right. we'll be right back, everyone. We'll play the gambler again and um, we'll be right back. On a warm summer's evening On a train bound for nowhere Met up with a gambler We were both too tired to sleep So we took turns of staring Out the window at the darkness The boredom overtook us And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life Out of reading people's faces Knowing what the cards were By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces For a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bombed a cigarette And asked me for a light And the night got deathly quiet And his face lost all expression Said if you're gonna play the game, boy 
You gotta learn to play it right You got to know when to hold up Know when to fold up Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting When the dealing's done Every gambler knows that the secret to surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. Cause every hand's a winner and every hand's a loser. And the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window, crushed out his cigarette. Faded off to sleep And somewhere in the darkness The gambler he broke even But in his final words I found an ace that I could keep You got to know when to hold up Know when to fold up Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting There'll be time enough for counting When the dealing's done You got to know when to hold up When to hold Know when to fold up Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting When the dealing's done You got to know Right, we're, we're back. Um, <laughs> we had the game reply knee, so I hope everyone got to listen to that again, or part of it. And, um, well, Amanda we were, would have listened to it. Yeah. We were talking offline there, and, or off off air, and got a bit excited about a few things. So, But anyway, you know welcome we welcome trade? again, Paul, and welcome, Yogi. We, we took a gamble, and it didn't pay off. We That's, went to the end of the song. Yeah, right to the end. So, again, right, a special thanks to Queensland Rail, size does matter, Yogi. Yes, it does. So next week we'll be sizing up. We've got to move that out next week or the week after, and that I could not be any more uh, vocal about knowing your height. So where we're going to take a house, know your truck and height. Size does matter, um, and it will matter very, very much so in a couple of weeks. You, you know what, that one, um, catching you unawares, so I was talking to Colette, um, yesterday, and uh, okay. having this conversation about does size matter, and she said to me, "Of course it matters when you're approaching a low bridge." Correct. So, is correct so if every, anybody was ever after an answer to that question, there you go. Mm, what 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 is going on with all these low bridge bridge strikes, boys? I don't know. What's What's people don't yeah. know they're trucking height apparently. Interesting, interesting, interesting little scenario that I 
Yeah, I suppose it's part of being a professional operator, know what you're looking at and know what you've got behind. Mm. 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 It never, uh, <coughs> pardon me, it was uh, never seemed to be a uh, an issue decades ago, but it's certainly become a little bit of a uh, little bit of an issue in our current day, isn't it? Do you, me. do you think the bridges have gotten lower? I believe or not. Do you think, <laughs> or do you think the trucks have gotten bigger? I don't. Well, fr- Fridge vans have always been a 4.3 metre high thing, mm. so I, I, I'm not really sure what's mm. going on. I, there's a lot. There's a lot of 4.6 thought liners on the Malabar at the moment. Is there? Yeah. Well, I no think it's low bridges, new, Yogi. Yeah. I think it's a new standard, actually, with that. But there was actually a um, part of the NTC's proposal, which people should read and, and make a submission on. Uh, I know we're getting a bit, bit off track here on a Saturday, but... Um, one of the proposals should um, 4.6 become the standard, and I think most really? people would have to say no because no, no, no. There's a no, lot of a no. uh, lot of infrastructure out there that is not 4.6, and even power lines. I think they're supposed to be five meters. That's the standard. I think oh, most don't, of them. Don't, 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 I'm going to be like Mike. Don't get me started yeah, on this so train. That's on a Wednesday topic on power lines. On a hot day, you'd all have to agree that some power lines aren't five metres off the ground. So what what baffles me, and I know it's Saturday, not Wednesday, but what <laughs> baffles me is these... Shush, Yogi, you're laughing at me. Yeah, I can't yeah, blame yeah. you. What baffles me, what baffles me is... The policy, the think tank policymakers would even come up with this in the first place because 4.6 being the standard height is utter absurdity. It is just yeah. absurd. Yeah. We have enough trouble at 4.3. Everything becomes standard at 4.6, isn't it? Everything. Everything. You, you rigid, you, you, your lettuce carrier in the market become 4.6, everything becomes mm-hmm. 4.6. Mm. Yeah, no, nah, can't, can't do that one. Go to 20 uh, metres, uh, go uh, to 20 uh, metres, that's all good. But Yeah, we want 20 metres. Bring yeah, that on every day of the week. No, not, and, and, we, and so, we want 20 metres, but we want 20 metres we want from the pin forward, not the mm. pin back. So yeah, just, and when do we want it? We want it now. Yeah, so just, We want from the pin forward, don't we, boys? Yeah. So just for anybody who doesn't really know trucking, um, we're talking about length, they're not height. So we don't want 20 metres high. No, um, we do not. No. <laughs> what, 20, 20 metres long for a single and um, 840 metres for a road train. Is that right, Yogi? Uh, yes. Long as, as, long as, you can, and yeah, a half. as long as you can get it, that's the best thing out. So, well, yeah. well, I mean, me, me and Paul, we've, we've all run the wet, you know. Some of us only the best run wet. Hashtag. Uh, and, and you see the pocket road trains out of here, and since they track really well around Perth, mm. no one's got a BW in Perth because they don't they track terrible. But everybody's got pocket road trains, and oh. since they track good. Well, it, look, a 30, 30 meter A double tracks better than a twenty six meter B double any any day of the week. But let, mm. hey, let's find something different to talk about on a Saturday right. night. What do you What do you give somebody? We talked about presents and that. Now, Paul, have you, have you got any? You know, like we should you should you rush out and buy a CD for somebody? Or a CD still a thing anymore? Do people still buy CDs? I don't know. What do we What do we find someone in the transport? What's your ultimate gift, mate? In the gift that you don't know what you want to give. Are we are we talking for Christmas? Are we are we are we talking yeah, festive season? Yeah, festive season. Happy festive season. If you look at it that way. 
Well, look, boys, if you're asking me as a grumpy old man, I still say, please buy me a CD because, because most of the music I, uh, I follow and, uh, and, and find, find solace and peace with is usually an independent artist. And the only yeah. way those independent artists can make money now is, well, three, they have three issues of revenue. And one is touring, which has obviously been very difficult through COVID. Uh, mm -hmm. Their merchandise, so as the wonderful Truck and Life T-shirt that I wear twice a week and will very quickly wear out, buy the Beans merchandise, but please, please buy the Beans CDs, even if it costs you $25 for a CD. Oh, yeah, I know. Do it. Do it, do it. $7, $7.50 for the postage. Give that CD to your loved one, your boss, your, your employee, whatever, because what they can do then, as I do with my CDs, save it to your desktop computer. You own the hardware. You own, you own the gift. You put it in your collection. You can then transfer it to a USB stick, your Apple, your, 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 your phone, etc. And when you lose that device, as I did when I lost my phone through the gear stick boot of the 650 a few months back <laughs> on the Warrego Highway, um, good times that was, and I went, oh, bugger, all my songs have gone, but guess what? They are all in, still in CDs, still in hard copy on my computer and you can download them again. Yeah. So abs absolutely... You cannot go wrong. CDs are like magazines. Yes, they have taken a little bit of a dip, but trust me, listeners, they are coming back because there is nothing like the tactile response when you hold something in your hand. Mm. And a, C a magazine, a CD, a lot of independent artists and even some of the bigger worldwide artists, Taylor Swift's, all these sort of guys, ladies of the world, are now releasing their music on album. They're going back to vinyl again, mm -hmm. CD and download. I okay. I actually, where were we the other day? In, oh. um, me and Colette were somewhere the other day and we saw, it was in, a, in more of a pro audio shop. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, record players. Yes, I have and, a record oh, yeah. player, and, brand new one, and quite a yep. few. I I don't have any vinyl anymore. I I've have not. I've lost it because of you know life circumstances. But I wish mm -hmm. I did. Um, and and the the sound you get off vinyl, as you know, Paul, is completely different to what you get off a CD. And very much and so. It, and it does take an appreciative ear to listen to it. Um, it does. And sometimes the 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 crisp, flawless music that we have digitally now doesn't always it doesn't satisfy the true the true muso, whereas vinyl does. It, Correct. I I believe like. Early Hank Williams, Johnny Cash, Ernest Tubbs, all those country greats from the late 40s through the early 50s, they actually sound better on vinyl. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's got that. Absolutely. It's, it's like um, watching a live band. Um, there is nothing yeah. better than live music. Yeah. So you yes. you can sit there and listen to it. And, and when you can listen to a band that's very raw, and listen to that talent. Um, I've, got, I've been to many shows, and I, uh, you would have been 
as well, Paul, where, you know, part of this show it relies on backing tracks and things like that. And 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 that show to to the the real muso can pick the difference and the comparison of watching a, a band play in a pub and they've got to be good. There's no you know, you you can't fake that. It has to be Correct. good. So <laughs> Yeah, you gotta nail every song. <laughs> yep. You're playing a set, you yeah. wanna be good at but your set. The 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 true the true listening pleasure actually comes from the slight imperfections, not the perfection. Precisely. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, I would suggest the best, the best Christmas package a loved one could put together this year, let's face it, would be, and, and it's so easy, so easy to do, is a, a track and life subscription, some track and <laughs> yep. life merchandise, a cruiser magazine mm-hmm. subscription, some cruiser mm-hmm. magazine merchandise, and a fantastic CD, and I tell you what, if that if that doesn't satisfy the most discerning Christmas gift seeker, then I, I'd throw my hands in the air and give up. Yeah. Have <laughs> you uh, have you got a model of the month? And what's your, what's the model for cruising? What uh, have you got one going on? Have you got car model uh, of the month? Did you did you have one of these? Uh, we don't. We don't so much have car model of the month. You say you're talking about diecast models. Yeah, diecast models. Do you have diecast models for sale? That's a bit. Or you oh, we do. Or we we have. Yeah, we have an amazing selection. Probably some of the the best diecast models in the country. Uh, so that's on our drive by store. Um, yep. So yep. we 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 do do specials. So I would uh, I'll do a little plug here, and and anyone that is looking, everyone's looking for the bargain. And there will be quite a few bargains leading up to now to Christmas. So if you just dr- jump on cruising.com.au, which is the Cruising Magazine website, obviously, pop your email address into our newsletter, you'll get these amazing updates where we have new models, models on special, and RG oh, Wiz, you know, some of the diecast, mid 50s diecast, hot rod stuff. Yeah. I, uh, my glass cabinets, I have. Two glass cabinets in my uh, in my room. One is obviously truck models, and the other one's car models. And oh goodness me, yes, I'm I'm, I'm getting carried away now just thinking about it. <laughs> ah, you should you should get carried because that that is a cool gift. Yeah, I mean, my brother found my my dad had an XB two door yellow black drop drop GT, and my oh, brother my found that. Yeah, my brother found it and gave it to him, and that stayed with him in his room right up until. Oh. His deathbed, you know, like it was uh, mm. always mm. there. It's fantastic. So yeah, we mm. just stuff like that is if you yeah, they're, they're good gifts, you know. Like for people like us that are in movement, we we move stuff. That's what we mm. do. So stuff that moves and, and has working parts and looks cool, like it's job done, you know. I'm, I'm looking at collectible. A, so 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 let's bag face bag it, but model. Now Yogi. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to step out here online and let's step out of line a little bit to the left here and let's face it, you are a celebrity compared to the rest of us uh, mortals. What's your uh, what's 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 your manufacture date? You're a bit younger than oh. us, aren't you? Oh yeah, I'm a '76 model. Oh, gee whiz, that is young. Um, so, <laughs> holy moly, I feel like an old man. 
Do you? So I, I would suggest that our fearless leader would remember these and possibly Craig may. Do you remember the Ertl diecast models of the Evil Knievel? Evil yes. Knievel and, yep. uh, yeah, yeah, Evil Knievel and, and the, the transport carrier, the motorbikes are all Ertl models. They yep. are diecast models. Oh, my oh. goodness me. Yeah. They, they were amazing. And uh, there was also one of my childhood prizes was I had a diecast model of Tyrone Malone's Super Boss Kenworth drag truck. And that was one of my prized possessions. And it's amazing how a small diecast model can carry you through life and you can look back and they really are, look, I'm not going to say the word investment because I think that's getting carried away, but as a as a lifetime memento, it, uh, they truly are a, a, a great collectible. So, you know, between between Cruiser Magazine and Trucking Life, there's, there's Christmas goodies galore, mm. folks, listeners. Like, get well, on both the well, websites and shop away. Mm. Mm. It's actually amazing. Yeah, a very good listener text in saying he bought a Cruising T-shirt 10 years ago at a car show in Perth. Yeah. And if yes, they've still go. got it, that's a good thing because obviously we're selling the same merchandise where they do last. Well, that, that's, yeah. that's that's... That's what we do. We mm. sell merchandise that lasts. So mm. absolutely. So yes, you I'm talk good. about the, the the models in cars and trucks and that. I remember like the like some of the Hot Wheels stuff. And I was talking to someone recently, and it may have even been you, Paul, about um, the value now of some of these Hot Wheels models. Extraordinary, mm. extraordinary. Like mm. yeah. And, and when mm. you start looking at like toy cars that are going to the thousands of dollars, you know, it's it's crazy, isn't it? The early, uh, the early post-depression tin models, and most of those were made in Europe, shipped, shipped, sold in America, but made in Europe and interestingly enough in Japan. So they were made. They weren't die-cast metal. They were made out of pressed metal. The Japanese uh, were very, very good at making robots. So uh, if we cast our minds back to uh, uh, Will Robinson, what was his name? Danger Will Robinson. Um, oh, help me, boys. The TV series when we were kids. Craig. Oh, uh, Danger, Lost Danger. Danger, the arms going. Yeah, Lost um, in Space. Oh, Lost, Lost in, in space. space. Yeah. Though those tin models now, uh, tin toys are worth an absolute fortune. Um, mm. Just, just extraordinary amounts of money. And again, I guess because they were made of materials and workmanship to last so here we are 50 60 70 years later that those toys are still you know they've been through the hands of countless children uh mm. been in the sand pits gone to school in bags come home and yet still last unlike the plastic garbage you buy today mm. so so again there is there's a global movement to to enhance and encompass this, this quality workmanship, yeah. whether it be, you know, whether it be cars, trucks, toys, you, you, the whole vintage movement, obviously, is and, goes without saying the, the the prices that some of the stuff demands. And we, we and you look at the quality of what uh, we're we're buying our, for our grandkids now. Um, mm. it, it's it is just crap, and you, in a, in a way, you look at the value of of those Hot Wheels and things like we had. Um, you know, when we were kids, I, I, I actually, I wish I had those now to 
to hand, hand down to my grandkids. Correct. Um, Correct yeah. I, I do know that, look, uh, my grandson, he he does start, he's starting to collect these things now. But, mm. you know, I, I, I wish I still had them, but who knew the value of that when we started to get into this um, throwaway Correct. society? That something Correct. something built forty years ago could still be sitting here like like forty years now for a product is is um, virtually unspeakable, isn't it? Mm. Like, you you don't even expect that when you buy an actual car. No, and and and, and, and <laughs> no, and circle, circling one. around, um, you know, circling around for a moment back into our world. Um, I'm sitting here in the shed where where my beloved 55 Oldsmobile lives and I'm looking up on the shelf here Yogi and Craig and and, uh, a good friend of mine about two years ago gave me a genuine unfortunately only one not two a matching pair but he gave me one genuine Bosch bull light okay now those are the Bosch and the Heller bull lights that were made in, in the 70s and 80s right and it sits on my shelf in hope that Someday I find a second one to match it. Um, I I pulled it apart Christmas before last just to clean the reflector up and the glass and et cetera, et cetera. And the quality, and I know we're only talking about a driving light, but the workmanship in that bull light and the weight of that product is just extraordinary Mm. compared to the garbage that you buy today. Mm. You You know, just, just, just built to last Basically, well, they, forever. You, but you, but you, you knew those bull lights were going to go to work. You knew when, when they built those bull lights, they were designed to do a job and laugh. They had to be swinging well, out the front of the biggest, ugliest steel bull bar going around, and they were there to do a job. But, but you, you know, know the amazing the amazing thing about them, Yogi, is you could pull the reflector out, you could change the reflector, you could change the lens. You know, I, I remember as a kid, as, as a young fella, you know, dad's trucks when he had the transport company, you know, and, and that would be part of my job on a Saturday morning to pull, pull a bull light apart, cover, take it into the workshop and change the lens. You know, you bought parts. Yeah. Now, look, did, you know, people may say today, is that is that better than than putting on a spotlight and throwing it away in three years? I don't, I don't believe it is. Maybe it is. Again, maybe I've missed the mark. But I just don't believe that we're heading into better times with that throwaway society. And look, I know we're all into we're all into fossil burning, carbon producing trucks and cars, and that's what we all do. But <laughs> but seriously, let's 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 talk about let's talk about the environment just for a moment. I know it's not Monday news on the subjects we won't talk about, but it's, it's not a very big topic. It won't take us long. It's, uh, yeah, anyway, go. You can't, you can't, I'm sorry. You can't tell me that repairing something and getting, getting another two or three lives out of it. You cannot tell me that that's not better than for the environment than buying a similar thing. It fails in three years and then throwing it in the landfill. It makes, just makes no sense to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. But you look, look at yeah. our modern cars. We've got, like um, plastic headlights in them, so they mm. they fade, they scratch, and people go to a, a repairer to get a, a pink slip for their car, and they go, oh, "Your headlights are faded." They don't say you can actually simply fix this with a bit of normal car polish, or God forbid, some toothpaste and a rag, right? Mm. 
they tell mm-hmm. you you need to replace the headlight. And so they're, they're making money. They make money to fit it. And I understand all that. But you can still go and find an EH Holden with a perfectly good headlight in it that's Correct. what now, like six fifty years old? Correct. Absolutely. Because it's, it's Absolutely. glass, you know. So I, I, I believe, Craig, that is because our makers of the 30s, 40s, 50s and into the 60s, the car makers, and this is my belief, I'm, I'm not sure if it's 100% accurate, but my belief is they made their money by producing the car, whereas now the margin in building a new car is so narrow that the money they make is no longer in building and selling you the car, it's selling you the parts and mm. the service. Parts and, and that's service. And that's really sad. Yeah. That's really yeah. sad. Yeah. Well, well, for, for, a, for a dealer, parts and service and warranty was was their biggest margin, not mm. selling a new mm. car. Like, you know, and, and reality is if you sell a car for these days for $50,000, your, your margin should be fifteen grand, not not one half thousand dollars and hopefully that, I, hopefully I, that mm. over the next ten years they'll still get the same green slip um, mm. from the insurer that you sold the car with with Red I, I, I think if someone was really honest and transparent and this is a Monday news Wednesday night conversation but I would love to hear the transparency of how much money is actually how much profit is in, let's say, a $50,000 car for a dealer, I think we'd all actually be shocked on how little they make now. Mm. And and when you're talking about such a big capital purchase as a new motor car, mm. I, yeah. I, again, I don't begrudge a dealer making money because what you want is you want that dealer to be there in six years' time when you go and buy taillights for your car. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we'd all be actually quite shocked at how little margin they actually make in the cars. Like, if you look at um, we um, when when we were sort of booming in in the trucks years ago, we bought quite a few uh, two wheel drive two point seven liter Hilux Trabacks, and we were dry hiring them to a, to a, a couple we knew in Mackay that were doing um, hot shots for mines up in the Bowen Basin. And that was in the old days where they used to advertise those two-wheel drive tray baker Hiluxes for $19,990, right? And it didn't matter what Toyota dealership you went to on the east coast of Australia, it was exactly the same amount of money for one of those two-wheel drive Hiluxes. So clearly Toyota Toyota controlled the the recommended retail price to the dealers. so, you, you know, the, I, I think those days, and again, I go back to the mid-50s in America where the car dealers had floodlights going to the sky and when they released, you know, when, the, when, when they released a new, um, a new model, it was like the whole town went, went berserk every year when the new models would come in. Um, and the car dealers were, you know, Cadillac dealers were multimillionaires. And, and I believe that is because there was a margin in the car yeah. whereas now cars and let's face it unfortunately trucks and let's not even well let's touch on white goods etc <laughs> it's all it's all run by accountants it's all run by accountants and it's all about shares for the shareholders so if they can cut you know if they if they if they make 
700,000 mirrors a year for, for their line of cars, whatever manufacturer. And the accountant says, if we can take 3% off the cost of those mirrors by getting them made in a third world country, it's all about profits and shares. It's not about the quality of the car. And, and I, and, and, and getting back to toys, you know, Tonk, let's talk about Tonka toys. I'm sure all three of us, including, including our boss men, we all had a Tonka truck. You couldn't kill the things. I'd, I'd sit on them. You know, a Tonka, a Tonka Euclid as a five year old kid, you'd sit and, you'd sit in the bloody tip a part of it and, and wheel it around like a bush bike. Yeah. You couldn't yeah, break yeah, the things. The wheels never fail. And you put them in the harshest environment known to human, sand, and then push them yes. around, and then push them around everywhere else and never kill them. Never. Well, kill I, them. I've got to say, when I was growing up in Mary Kathleen in northwestern Queensland, up near Mount Isa, when my dad, uh, mum and dad had a fleet of trucks carting um, limestone to the mines, I had a fleet of Tonka trucks, and I used to cart all the girls. We lived in a in a in a camp, basically, and I used to cart all the girls' Barbie dolls in the back of my Euclids and my Tonka Euclids for them. I'd shift them, you know, and and yeah. and, and I, I was like the local carrier with my Tonka trucks, and I could not break my Tonkas. No, couldn't break them. <laughs> and you would have been the ladies' man too back then, with um, having that ability. I'm, I'm not going to lie, Craig. I was fairly popular with the girls. <laughs> yeah, so there's no modesty and, here either, eh? And and the goats. And the goats. Well, well, with the girls hey, and the goats. Hey, hey, hey. he said he wasn't going to lie, and the, and the man bang on the money. Yeah. Well, honest, honesty is the best policy, and I remember Dad buying me a Tonka, my first semi-trailer Tonka. It was a single-drive, single-axle trailer, and the trailer had, like, the old steak bed sides on it. And I managed to put a goat in there and, and move that goat across the yard. It wasn't easy, boys. It was not easy. <laughs> it's where it all started, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Saturday right. night we'll live just, on the road radio. I just just got a got started. a message here from uh, Mick Mick P out there. He's he's um, Hi, Mick. He's, he's still got a G'day, full light with a big globe sitting in his storage container. So there you go. Oh, so, the big globe, yes. So the big these, globe ones. these things do last, eh? Last forever. They, they, they're incredible. They, they, they are amazing. And yet now we get all these fancy schmancy uh, LED bars and all that stuff. But, and it's just interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, the light's more efficient, no denying that. Will they last the distance? Only time will tell, yeah. won't it? But, but the lights, the lights light. yeah, that's it. The lights we've got now look look that far down the road that, in my opinion, the only thing they're doing is blinding the motorists coming the other way. Um, but anyway, look, we, we had a, a 19, I think, 34 Ford truck in the shed at home. We still used to drive it around occasionally. Um, Lovely. We may be wrong. It might have been 54, but it was mm-hmm. pretty hard. But anyway... Its headlights still worked, you know, in in that, and they weren't mm. faded. No, because they're proper glass, mm. proper quartz glass, yeah. and they never fade. So my fifty five olds still has the original headlights in it, and they are they are manufactured in Detroit and Michigan in nineteen fifty five, and the glass is clear as a whiskey glass. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That that'd be an old whiskey glass then, or a new whiskey glass. I find my whiskey glass hasn't aged over all these years, Craig. Yeah, yeah. right. So you still at the same glass. <laughs> no, it's still yeah. the same glass. It's um, yeah. So, 
Very good. Yeah. But that's, yeah. um, you know, the old school, good quality stuff that we just don't see anymore. Um, oh. except, except, except in magazines. Ah, oh, and CDs. Yeah. Or, or yeah, and CDs. Perfect. And albums. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I, handed, I handed my issue two of Truck and Life to an older gentleman the other day that was paying me a visit, and I said, I didn't say anything. I just handed him issue number two, and I said, what do you think of that? And he put it in both his hands between his thumbs and his four fingers, and he sort of bent it backwards and forwards, and he said, that's beautiful to hold in your hands, isn't it? Mm. I said, you haven't even opened the cover yet. Mm. But, yes, that's exactly right. When you hold it in your hands, feel it's that tactile response. Human beings, human beings, we need to touch things. Mm. We need we, we need that feedback, you know. Yeah. Um, it's like that... Yeah, let's face it, Yogi. Is there anything in the world like steering a T900? No, there's not. Well, no. You know, he goes one better when there's a Detroit under the bonnet, <laughs> not a Cummins or a cat. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Look, I'd love a Detroit as well, but I haven't. I've only got a cat and a Cummins in my both my 900s. It's just one of those. I, I still like you, Yogi. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know. We'll, You're we'll, still we'll my get friend. all three of them together one day. Do you know? Oh, we'll get them all together. Do you know? In my time as in owning owning trucks, um, every single one of those manufacturers we've just talked about, I've had a motor rebuilt under fifty thousand k. Really? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we talk about which one's got longevity and blah blah blah. But it, yeah, it's um, sometimes the luck of the draw, and uh, yeah. But anyway. That's that's just trucking, isn't it? You seem to be sidestepping the subject there, Craig. Oh well, what what um, what do you want me to say? Each one of them's what, which one's better? Um, no, because I don't believe I personally, and this is hand on my heart, I don't believe any of them are better than the other, and I truly believe that. I think it comes down to the operator, your personal preference, and a little bit of luck. Mm. I yeah. have not owned a caterpillar. I have owned quite a few Cummins's and many, many Detroit's and I had nothing but bad runs out of Cummins and had nothing but fantastic reliability mm. out of Detroit's. Yeah. That's that's me personally. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, and, that's and me personally. I think that's where we all experience different things. I've I bought a brand new truck and had a, had a cat in it and yep. it had 12,000 Ks on it and I put a turbo on it. There you go. Um, it's sister mm. truck that I bought at the same time, um, same motor, same truck, everything. Oh, it, it, it got to 400,000 and didn't have a turbo, so I thought best we put one on there because it's, it's not far away. And so yeah. we put a new turbo on it and it didn't even do 3,000 kilometres and it did a turbo. Mm. With a new turbo, and 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 there's a there's a, a, a clincher after that, that when they went out and fitted the the next new turbo to it, um, it didn't even do five thousand k's, and it had another turbo on it. <laughs> so oh. it had done forty thousand k's, uh, four, uh, yeah, four hundred thousand k's, and had no turbo, and within twenty thousand k's, it had three turbos on it. To hmm. Just, just a manufacturing fault at the time with um, what come through, but yeah, I've had Detroit's done the yeah. Anyway, moving on, old school. If it had been, um, you know, a, a nineteen thirty four T model Ford, how many times have you rebuilt it? 
Mm, that's the beauty with that old stuff. You could just my, rebuild it, pull it out, rebuild it, put it back together, pull it out, rebuild my, it, put my, it back my, together. My first ute I ever had was a WB with two O two in it, and I reckon we used to rebuild it every Friday afternoon. I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> pull it out, rebuild it, put it back. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I used to. Um, I used to love. <laughs> I used to love the eighties Yogi. Where in the eighties over here in Brisbane, you'd buy a, uh, you'd get the Trading Post, which was long before this stupid marketplace thing on Facebook. Yeah, so every yeah, Thursday the, the, tra- the Trading Post would come out. So you'd go and buy a. Uh, well, personally, I would go and buy something like a EH with a one seven nine in it, or a HR with a one eight six. Smoky, <laughs> buy it cheap. Yep. Take it home, go to the local Rebco, buy a ring and bearing set and a head gasket set, take it home with your mates, get a carton of beer, pull the engine apart, do rings and bearings in it on a Saturday, which would cost you somewhere around about 150 bucks, and then next Thursday, put that same car in the trading post for another $500 more than you paid for it, yeah. and, and send it on its way. Yeah. Or, or, or you go and buy... Go and buy a, a standard um, Trana, LH Trana. Mm-hmm. And, um, standard Trana. The kids yeah. of today will never know oh. they were just standard. Go, go and buy an LH Trana <laughs> with a 253. And, and remember, you, bu- you used to be able to buy these. They're like a dime a dozen. And um, you, you'd go and put a set of mags on it. Um, yeah, heat the springs up and bounce on the bonnet and lower it. And and if you were lucky, Craig, a fake set of SLR five thousand oh, flares. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. and and sell it sell it for twice what you paid for it. In, oh, and, easy. And you do that easy. overnight. You do that overnight. Yeah. I mean, how good was an oxy torch and two house bricks for lowering <laughs> your car? Yep. And and if anybody <laughs> knew new car dealers in the in the late nineties, early nineties, late nineties. It went on every day. It went on every day, <laughs> particularly in Queensland, because you guys in New South Wales, I think you've had that fairly regimented roadworthy system for a long time, which is is not a bad thing. Up here in Queensland, oh my goodness me, the car dealers up here. There was a particular car dealer near the PA Hospital in Brisbane, the big Princess Alexander in the seventies and eighties. It was called Supercars. And all they had in this car yard was, you know, LHLX, Tiranas, XW, XY Falcons, all, all the, you know, all the Aussie classic stuff. And those guys, my goodness, they were just magicians at Dulux rebuilds. Mm. These guys, these guys would just, they'd bring in the rustiest, most kicked about buckets of, you know what? Stick them in their little, stick them in their little garage. Put them out on the lot the next afternoon, you know, and away they go. And in the end, it was quite, quite an institution. This car yard in Brisbane when I was a young fella. And in the end, surprise, surprise, the owners went to jail for fraud. Mm. Well, I'll be because done. the cars you bought were just, yeah, well, a bit like, a bit like. Um, I, uh, as as a youngster, when I left school, uh, I, I ended up working for my dear old mum and dad um, in the in their transport company. Which, unfortunately, or fortunately, which way, whichever way you look at it, some some kids can end up working with their parents and building a family business. Which I uh, 
I have the utmost respect for those businesses, particularly in transport. Unfortunately, ours was not one of those. Working for Dad was like working for the devil himself. So <laughs> off I went on my own way, and I ended up uh, I ended up working for a company called Heavy Duty Truck Sales. Mm. Now uh, there may be some listeners that'll go. Ooh. <laughs> so this was about 1989 to 1991. Uh, they had a uh, they had a, um, a, a head office was in Sydney, and they had another another yard at Rockley. I used to trade at Rockley, the Magic Mile for truck yards in those days. And I worked there as a well, basically about a 19 year old kid. Uh, we're, so we're thinking now, you know, the original Aerodynes, W models, SARs were all five six yeah. seven year old trucks then so they were very current trucks it was a it was a joy of a job for a young truck mad fella so my job was detail and pre-delivery so the trade-ins would come in and uh go to the spray painter and my job was to strip them down send them to paint come back put new guards on hubcaps all that sort of stuff you know get them ready for delivery detail the interiors absolutely comb the wheels read, read the room <laughs> absolutely absolutely love my job yogi i would even lipstick the beads on the spider rings oh yeah i would right. lipstick the beads on the spider rings okay Get a couple of get a couple of chrome nut covers for the inside of the hub. You know? oh, oh, definitely, oh, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. New mud flaps, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I will tell you what, oh. these guys, these guys, and I will not name their names for the sake of our, our lawyer team at uh, on the road and truck and These guys were just, the biggest rogues. Just um, your line's getting a bit scratchy, there. I think. Oh really, Paul? Yeah, Ooh, I might I might have to step outside the shed. Um, anyway, <sighs> keep going. It's, it's sort of cleared itself up there a little bit now. Bloody, bloody Mulgawi. Telstra and Mulgawi. Thanks, Telstra. Um, and I tell you what, these these guys that own this, this truck yard, they were the biggest rogues. We had, uh, it would be nothing for us to have a truck come in that was breathing so heavy, breathing so heavy, it was losing more oil out of the breather than, than was in the crankcase. And these buggers would send the trucks to the paint shop, get it all painted, new mud flaps, etc. And then I'd put in twenty or sometimes twenty or thirty cans of STP stop leak <laughs> in a three hundred Cummins, you know. And and I tell you what, those days, how those fellas never ended up in jail is beyond me. Mm. It's just yeah, it's yeah. Beyond. and uh, <laughs> and I have to say, God bless the Consumer Protection Act. Because the dealers just cannot get away with that stuff these days, yeah, and nor should they be able to. Oh, well, you, yeah. you know, the, the days of um, pulling the speedo cable out of the back of the gearbox and, and winding it back and with hooking, a reverse drill, hooking mm-hmm. a drill up to it, and yep. and, then, and the amount of times I've seen that happen with a drill, with a truck on a hoist and a drill sitting there overnight with a bit of um, a cable tie or insulation <laughs> tape, more so back then because cable ties weren't as commonly known, um, mm-hmm. around, around the thing. And even to find a drill that was reversible in those days was was difficult because <sighs> um, what a lot of people don't understand is that back then a reversible drill wasn't even a thing. They were few it was very between. rare. Yeah, it was so very rare. Here you go, and and the worst thing is, is they'd slip off the off the end of the of the cable because the cable Correct. was actually a, a, a four sided um, precisely, thing. 
and and a yes. drill chuck is only three sided. So three sided, and and, and, and the key running, way on your cable was four sided. Correct. Yeah. So so running in reverse, these things would actually slip off overnight if you didn't have it correctly tightened. And they in those days too, they were tightened by a key chuck, like a chuck mm-hmm. key, not a um. Yep. Didn't just yeah wind her up, but yeah, the, the amount of times you saw vehicles sitting on a hoist in a dealership, mind you. Mm-hmm. With with a a, a drill yeah, running overnight, because <laughs> yeah. it did take like to wind back. I, and I, I don't quote me on these figures, but I think to wind back a hundred thousand k's was nearly twenty four hours. Correct, it was something like that. Yes, <laughs> so it, it takes a lot of effort to be dodgy. Is this where we're going on a Saturday night? <laughs> it takes a lot of effort it to takes be dodgy. A lot of commitment, a lot of commitment. Right? Okay, I was just just putting it. I wonder what's going on there. So, yeah. And for our younger listeners, be be heed us, heed what we're saying. It's just much easier to be honest. Far <laughs> easier to do the right thing. Mm. Yeah. Well, the- I mean, I, I got I got a new truck the other day. It went zero, but now it's going into the sixes, so we might get back to zero again and get another new truck. Be nine it. Does that does that mean it's new? Oh, is there a counter does. on the back of, of that? It does. Yeah, if it's ticked okay. over to the yeah, you've lost one million and gone back to zero. Yeah, it's just regenerated. Well, well, boys, yeah. if I may, I know it's not October; it's November. But I have a bit of an eerie story to tell you. Mm-hmm. Now, do we do we sit now? Do there need to get a nice cup of Milo or something like that? It's it's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a boogeyman. It's a bit of a boogeyman story, mm-hmm. but I guarantee I, I guarantee you boys and every single listener, it is one thousand percent true. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, so, just, should I go and get a beer? Well, should on, we? Should it's right. It's straight of a song and. We're talking. We were talking. Uh, you know, Rusty and the drag strip trio. Oh, let's 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 do that. Let's throw to a song, and I'll come back with my spooky speedo <laughs> story. We got. I've got Rusty and the drag strip trio lined up here. It's a song right. called "She Ain't Never Come Back." Fantastic yeah. song. I don't know if that's the song you wanted, Yogi, but that's the song you're getting. No, it's the same as it. Because I was sort of running the theme there when Amanda was picking songs and she's off drinking with the girls, and I thought. She ain't never coming back. Oh, no. She'll come back. <laughs> yeah, I know she will. I've got to pick her up. Yeah. <laughs> they they always do, mate. When, they, when they've got trophy husbands, they always come back. Oh, trophy husbands. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, don't don't ever live in fear that the man is not coming back. Don't, don't let the guilt hold you back. <laughs> don't let the guilt hold you back. Right, oh. here's a bit of Rusty <laughs> and the Drag Strip Trio. We'll be right back, everybody.
not back. Oh, we're back. We're back. Everybody, we're back. What a fantastic song. <laughs> yeah. What a fantastic what a, band. Tell you what, it was fairly short. It's um, caught me by surprise. You know, normally you have enough time to go and um, grab a beer and have a bit of a yak off off air. But wow, that got us. Yeah. Back. I, will she come back? Yes, she will. Yeah, of course she will. She's got. All, a, she's all got I've got choice. to say is there is something in the water in, in Perth because Perth mm. has produced some of the best rockabilly jump blues bands in the world. Yeah, yeah. Rusty I, in the drive strip. On, on, on the radio the other day, Perth bands are up there with the Yes, band. absolutely. And I was able to th- pull off three off the top of my head, which the boys tried to stump me on, and they didn't. Oh. They sucked that. You know, there, there, there's something. <laughs> there's something over there. You know, you've got Rusty Pinto, Rusty and the Dragstrip Trio, Johnny Law and the Pistol Pack and Daddies from Perth. <laughs> the Pistol right. Pack and Daddies. Pack and Daddy. Daddy. Oh, fantastic band! Fantastic yeah, band. Yeah. Uh, Rock Rocket to Memphis, who are out of Perth. You, you've got some amazing, amazing rockabilly jump blues bands in Perth. It's almost obscene how much talent you've got over there, Yogi. Almost obscene. Mm. Mm. I know for for the limited numbers, we've only got a few, you know, hundred thousand. Correct, small town. Yeah, that's right. Perth is a big country town. There's no doubt. So, Paul, this Mm. is obviously a um, an avenue we we can investigate on on putting some more of this music up here because you love it. Apparently, the Western Australians love it. So maybe it uh, can um, come true in the eastern states as well. Well, when I uh, when I do my music review review every issue and cruise, and I always sign off. My my personal sign off is remember in inverted commas, life is too short to listen to boring music. Well, and true. it is, it is too short to listen to boring music. Turn off your top forty, one hundred four point five triple N. Turn that garbage off, and discover some real look for something different. Deep Music, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I I must admit, I used to, I used to troll YouTube looking for different versions of popular songs because I, I do mm-hmm. like, I do like raw music and what people do, but I also like listening to the talent of of how what someone can do, like to cover a, a version of a song, mm. Um, mm. and and sometimes you will find there's a cover of a song that's actually Diff- well, in my view, I'll say different and and pleasurable to listen to than the original version. Um, so, but that's normally an artist who's trying to break into the industry and does something a bit different. But you know, always open to listening to mm. yeah, different music and and what people do and and raw talent. I love raw talent, like listening so- to. A solo artist playing in a piano bar in a club mm. on a on a Saturday night to me is is terrific. Um, yeah, but anyway, back to, so back Craig, to you. I'm gonna, I'm I'm going to give you some homework between now and when we and when we talk next. Well, we'll I hope that's like ahead. months away that we're going to talk next if we've got homework to do. <laughs> oh, I Just don't now. Just now. Weekly. Yeah. Just now. Yeah. So here's your homework, right? Are you ready? Yeah. Artie sure. Hill. Artie Hill and the Long Gone Daddies. Wow. Can you text that okay. to me? <laughs> I will. It <laughs> will blow down. your mind. 
We we and last week and I know you're out and about busy but we we I did get the flat trackers real trucking cowboy played on mm-hmm. Saturday night mm-hmm. one as well. So, yeah. Mark Mark Hawkins, yeah. the lead singer of the flat trackers, is a, is a very good friend of the families, and they are a very very talented three boys. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and Andrew all original Andrew, songs. Andrew, Andrew, we are not playing pig vomit. On, on no, the we are radio. not. Andrew, are not. it is a band, it is a thing, and it will not That's happen. Right. Well, here we go. I've just got a text. Oh, a text from um, from Mick too about some of these suggestions we're making on things to listen to. Like, can we put it in a Facebook page? So, so Paul, we, we are actually starting to work together a bit more, and you know, um, I think this is probably achievable, isn't it? That we can post things on our Facebook page with. Um, some popular suggestions on th- things to listen to. Well, let's let's do some requests. I think great mm. idea, listener requests, mm. and uh, mm. we can have a look at them. Absolutely. I mean, I well, two two news episodes ago, two Mondays ago, our fields leader announced that I was part of the team. So I don't think you two boys have got any choice. I'm, apparently, I'm part of the team oh. now. Cool. Righto. You well, two didn't listen to that news broadcast, did you? Where was that news? Was that, oh, that was on the podcast, was it? Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, <laughs> it's time for my spooky speedo story. Yeah, right. Righto. Yeah, spooky got a, story. Everyone's got Milo. They're sitting around the campfire. Well, not the west, it's a thousand degrees. But anyway, we've got a right. couple of Milo. And we're now, ready to go. I, want you, I want you all to hug, hug your cushions. And and ready for my story. So bite down hard. Okay. So in nineteen ninety five, in a universe long, long ago, I bought myself my first brand new Kenworth, which was the black and red T nine hundred, quite an infamous truck. Okay. Perfect. Now ninety five model truck, beautiful. Yes. Now in the in that first five years of that truck's life, it did it had quite a varied life. It ran from North Queensland to Western Australia with bananas. We basically went everywhere. So we did Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth, out of North Queensland. So it was the truck was the truck and I went on a regular run. But when it clocked over a million kilometers, so when it went from nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine, okay, I, I knew that that milestone was coming up the week prior to me leaving home so i took a camera with me because i'd never had a brand new truck before and i'd never clocked over a million million kilometers so it was a very big deal for me for a young man okay so i was southbound between the city of mackay oh just your your phone's just going a bit scratchy again there okay i'm gonna move around again here i'm moving around again Tell Scrum, how's that? Are we better? Are we better? Anyway, southbound Mackay. Keep talking in here, mate. I think it's come good. So, look, I was southbound between Mackay and Serena. So, for those of us that don't know that stretch of road, it is only about 38 kilometres, a very short stretch of road, okay? A lot of rumours around that stretch of road, isn't there? There is. It's a bit of a spooky. There's a lot of spooky rumours yeah, around that stretch of road, right? Okay. And right the tr- right and and T nine hundred number one clocked over the, the the six zeros. So I took a photo of it, 
I ha- and I have for those that doubt, for those those that doubt the accuracy of this story. Back then, your cameras would have a date stamp on them. So when you took the photo, mm. the date stamp was on the bottom right hand side of the photo. Okay, right, right, right. So yeah, I have yeah, I have yeah. the evidence to back it up. Okay, right. so the the truck clocked over the six zeros, a million Ks. Right. Fast forward. Five more years, okay, five more years, right, and in the next five years, that truck and I were on a permanent run of Brisbane, Cairns, Cairns, Sydney, Sydney, Brisbane once a week, okay? Quite a big week. No wonder I got tired and old. Okay? When that truck clocked over two million kilometres... We were on exactly the same stretch of road between Mackay and Serena within a kilometre. Within a kilometre of each other. Shut the 900 down. No way. Mm. If that doesn't give you chills, I don't know what does. Well. I think. The Albany doctors just come in here at the exactly the same time. It's a bit chilly. Oh, dear. oh are you sitting outside, Yogi? Or you? I'm out in the shed, yeah. I might shut up the door here or something like that. But anyway, it does give you chills. But it's now, if that isn't boogeyman material, I don't know what yeah. it's. Yeah. So has it done 3 million Ks yet or not? It's probably up to that old truck's probably up to about four million k's now. I would suggest maybe mm-hmm. even a little bit. Yeah, both my my ninety five nine hundred three point six, mm. and mm. it probably it yes. probably run up the Bruce Highway with your uh, your nine hundred because it did have right lane gang Bruce Highway written on the back mm. of it at one point. Yeah. Yes, well, you you and I you and I will have a discussion about that truck off air one day, Yogi. <laughs> Correct, and one day we will have a non. Well, my my one hundred and four that's that's a two thousand five model has only just cracked one point three. Geez, you won't have a go, will you? Yeah. No. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and and no gay stories with mine either. But, yeah. <laughs> now, while while we're on the theme, do we should we delve into another boogeyman story or not? Yeah, go for it's it. Up to you, it's up to you, boys. Is it a, is it a Christmas one or uh, <laughs> like I I forget the time of the year, but it's definitely a boogeyman story. Right, eh? Well, you go yeah. for it. Okay, are you sure? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But okay, right. I was uh, I was coming out of Sydney one night many years ago, <clears throat> slightly over the uh, legal gross mass limit that the uh, authorities allowed. So I came out the putty and then uh, come up Singleton and then uh, coming up the New England Highway, but then the authorities were on the <clears throat> Willow Tree Waybridge. So being uh, slightly over the allowed gross combination mass limit, I uh, I was troubling with a fellow that said, if we turn left at this particular road, we can backtrack through a place called, a little village called Sandy Hollow (laughs) and come back out (laughs) east, sorry, west of Willow Tree. What West of Willow Tree. (laughs) Right. And then end, end up 
end up up the back through Narrabri and go up the Newell Highway. Now, that sounds like a long way to get around, but we were in a hurry and we had a lot of freight on. So between us, we basically had four loads on two trucks. So uh, off we go. It was off we go down. Uh, we turn left, go up. He was up the front. I was up the back. Didn't know the road. And we ended up at about 2 o'clock in the morning out the back, sort of the, out the back road between Dunnydoo and, and that Narrabri area, buggered, mm. completely buggered. I said, I, I, I haven't got another five kilometres in me. No, here we go. Here's a good parking area. Let's pull up here till daylight. Okay, so we both pulled up. I was behind him. He nosed in off this little dirt parking area, as usual, dirt parking area, not a proper truck parking area like we should have. As, as we all know, you know, you lay down about 2, 2.30 in the morning, you're completely buggered, you put your head on the pillow and normally your light's out until 6 o'clock in the morning. Now, this story is as dead honest as the spooky speedo story. So I've jumped in the bunk of the 900 and gone, oh, thank bugger, thank buggery for that, I'm going to sleep. And the truck give a big shake <laughs> from left to right. Now... In the early days when I was driving the Autofellas W model with torsion bar suspension, they, the torsion bars were actually in the winter after you pulled up after 15, 16, 25, 36 hours, whatever it was of your shift. When the torsion bars would cool down, they would creak and grind when they got cold and cool down. don't know if you, either of you boys have done that with a torsion bar suspension, but they were notorious for that. Mm. And, have uh, you gone back in your shed, mate? Or, sorry, it's just gone. Very scratchy I, again. Am I scratchy again? I'm sitting outside. I can't get any better than where I am, Craig. I'm sitting yeah, out right. here on top of the hill. And, uh, so the truck went left, right, left, right, shook, and I sat up and went, what the hell was that? Pitch black, dark, fridge motor running. Okay, righto. This happened for four, five, six times until I don't know what time of the morning it was, but I eventually went to sleep. The truck shook. I sat up. Nothing. The truck shook. I sat up. Nothing. Daylight come. Bit of daylight come through the bunk. I sat up. And where were we parked? In front of a cemetery. <laughs> no. Why? Yes. Why? I think we were parked in front of a cemetery. Mm. So they're all because sh- you're waking them up, so they shook you. I don't know, but it scared the bloody mm. bejesus out of me. I gotta say, I think that track you're talking about, I I went across that way one day, not because I was avoiding a way station, because of an accident, and it's a goat track. It it was a goat track. Yes, right. this was this was a probably late nineties. This occurred. Mm. Mm. Yeah, scary right stuff. Yeah, we were carting cotton out of there down to coming back out at Willow Tree. So, like, yeah, spuds mm. were carting spuds out of there for a while. Come back around the wheel. Me and Amanda are in Willow Tree every Monday night there for a while. Bro, where were you carting uh, spuds out of? Oh, out of Narrabri there somewhere. Like, we were. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, it might have been. Yeah, yeah. not. I used to love going through Breezer. I used to think, how cool is the name Breezer? Breezer. Like, what a, there you go. What a place to live, Breezer, you know? So, yeah. Breezer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not so great, Yogi, at 2.30 in the morning when you got market on and you're really, really tired. <laughs> and you've got to get mm. to Sydney. The, and you're only not, in Breezer. Oh, hey, basically, yeah. my fun. I've got a Willow Tree story. Running heavy again <laughs> with spuds on coming down into there and I didn't put a lot oh, of fuel goodness, in it because you're trying to get the weight on and... And uh, I was walking back to the truck, and Amanda was in the truck. And when she sees me walking back to the truck, she decides that she's going to start it for me. And 
and that was uh, that was a six oh four with a series sixty Detroit in it. And uh, she kept winding and winding and winding, and I'm running and running and running and running and it's run out of fuel. <laughs> it was running. Oh back to the no! Stage. And she's winding and winding, and I'm running and I'm running, and I've run out literally. 50 metres from the bows where it will Oh, no. Oh, goodness. Oh, like, oh, no. Again, market stuck on. Yeah. And, they, and they were shocking too, weren't they? A, a sniff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sniff of air. Just kept trying to get it going. I was, kept running down the hill going, stop, stop. Like, oh, no. There's a worse engine in the world to run out of fuel than the Series 60, but I don't know which engine it is because they are shocking. <laughs> If you run them know, out of fuel, you are in big, big trouble. Mm. I know, I know. And I did explain that to the boss. And the boss said, well, you're not the only one in the fleet that's done it today. And I went, righto, good on you. I've seen them uh, when you're like a Series 60. And if anyone's still driving one, like if you are low on fuel and you get to the Bowser to fuel up, Make sure you shut it down before you start fueling up because correct. if you correct. start fueling up and they're low on air and you swirl a bit of stuff around the tank, they will get a sniff of air and they'll shut down. <laughs> they die. They're wrong. They, okay. Oh, they'll die. And you know, you're you're getting um, you're getting a mechanic here to start you again. Rule rule one hundred and one in a series sixty is never let them run under quarter of a tank of fuel mm. ever. Yeah, and they no, don't like hot. They don't like hot fuel either. No, no. Well, we learn all that. We're like, yeah. Like I've had, some, <laughs> I had a few new freight liners, and one of the things I used to. do... I'm sorry, Craig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Anyway, again, they had um, they had Detroit's in them, Paul. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Till they run out of fuel. Anyway, in a freight line, they had four taps because they had four tanks. Correct. So they had four taps, and and the yes. dealer that I used to buy them off, the first thing they'd do is remove the taps because right. they, they were problematic. Um, okay. And they would wear and suck air, suck air, and yep. then yeah, Detroit. So they, it's already had a catter of Cummins in them. They, they grow up, but Detroit had Detroit in. Yeah, um, pull the pull the taps out. So I had one that I bought, and it it it. Um, Went through a different pre-delivery process, and we got it with the still had the um, the taps on it, and even had it at uh, where it shut down one day in, in Sydney, and they towed it to Detroit, and they they convinced me that it was an injector that made it shut down, and I said, Are "You sure?" I said, "I think it might be sucking air," and they said, "No, no, no." So they went through the whole repair and and started it, and they had me on the phone going, "See, see, mate, it it's, it starts now. It's a it's an injector. And I said, turn it off. And he went, why? I said, just turn it off. So they, they shut it down. And I said, now start it. So they went through this whole cost of towing it and everything. Luckily, as we talked about warranties earlier, Yogi, and um, yeah. it was yeah. still not even 12 months old. So we did, we did, and they fixed it. It was all good. But yeah, they do, they hate air, eh? They just. They, they do yeah, not like oh, air. They don't like yeah, um, yeah. low battery voltage. They don't, and they don't like uh, air. And they hate hot fuel. Mm. They hate hot diesel. So, so if you are touring around in a bus as well, that's got a twelve point seven liter uh, Detroit in it. 
you're a legend. Yeah. Well, you're a legend, but <laughs> don't don't run out of fuel because it will do be, not run out of fuel. It'll be a costly experience for you. And set up your fuel tanks with dual pickups and dual returns, mm. but put your returns in a different tank to the pickup. Mm. Put a fuel cooler on it, and you will have millions of kilometres of wonderful motoring. Mm. Now, boys. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move on from spooky spooky speedo stories and boogeyman stories. Have either of you got a being accused of being asleep but weren't asleep story? Um, geez, mate, you might have to walk us through that a bit differently. Yeah, being right, asleep, right, in an aerodyne. Parked up one night, yep. <laughs> right? Uh, parked up one night in the parkway, heading towards, might have been heading towards Freezer or something like that, heading that way. You know, I was out, I wasn't going to Tamworth, I was out in the roundabout the other side. Went to bed, lying in the bunk, I had an aerodyne in 2000, right? We were pretty cool, 2001. I was, I was pretty lucky to be 24, 25 having an aerodyne then, right? Nice. The pops, going everywhere around Australia, loving it. And, and that's like, still, that aerodyne's still in his place. You know, is what it is. So I was lying in the bunk of this aerodyne and I, was, I went to bed and I woke up with the window down, the passenger window down, and a pair of sunnies on the fridge looking at me. <laughs> right now, now, I don't know. I don't know where those sunnies come from because I don't remember buying them. Oh. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> right. a little different, Is that what you're saying? <laughs> He's asleep when Oops. I was asleep and I don't know what it... I don't know. Well, I Oops. don't know where that, but I was in that park. I was in that park and by myself. You know. Mm. So yeah, two thousand okay. maybe oh. two thousand and one. It does. Some, uh, some of these top, things happen. Mm. Top of McCulloch Range between <laughs> Wilcannia and uh, no oh, McCulloch yeah. Range, Broken Hill, Cobar and Hill. Cobar, yep, 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 yep. Sound, sound asleep. A lot out there. Sound asleep. I'm talking. Death warmed up. Dead to the world. Both, both cab doors open. This is pre-ice pack days. Both bunk doors open. Dead, dead to the world. Winter afternoon, under the doona, sound asleep, wake up with a stranger's hand on the middle of my chest. Old <laughs> <laughs> mate had pulled up. He was a heavy smoker, a heavy smoker. He pulled up. His big lighter had died in his car. He'd seen the truck on the side of the road and thought, oh, all truck drivers smoke. I've never smoked a day in my life. So bless his heart, he's decided he'd pull up and bum me for a light to light his ciggy. But instead of, like, knocking on the door saying, are you there, driver, or anything like that, he's climbed into the cab of the W model very quietly and then put his hand in the middle of my chest to wake, wake me up and I've come out of a sleep of death. <laughs> To a total strange man leaning over me going, mate, you don't have a lighter by any chance to light my cigarette, do you? Yeah, well, well hey, hey don't, don't get jumpy. Calm down, mate. Calm down. <laughs> well, at, least he, at least he had his hand on your chest, not your genitals. He's <laughs> lighting something else up. Oh. <laughs> I think if if I if, if I let's say I pass away at eighty years of age, I'd say I would live to eighty five if it wasn't for that moment because that man took five years off the end yeah, of my life. Oh my god! Oh my god! So he actually climbed up into the truck. 
Craig he climbed up in the truck. He's standing on the floor of the cat of the cab between the driver's seat and the passenger seat. Thirty-six inch low-line bunk. Looking for and a lighter. His, looking for a lighter, and he had his hand in the middle of my chest, waking me up. Huh? Oh, <laughs> as scary as that is, it's funny too, though, eh? That's scary, funny. <laughs> now. Another, another scary, funny story. Uh, same truck, towing a tanker, doing quite a few more kilometres a week than the average driver would do these week these days. Pulled up. Uh, I I wasn't big time then. I didn't have a turbo timer on my truck, mm. like all our modern trucks have today. So I pulled up opposite the shell at uh, Marrundi late one night, going into Newcastle with a tanker on. My girlfriend at the time was sound asleep in the boat, sleeping like a little baby, like a lamb. I pulled up op- op- southbound opposite the uh, the shell at uh, at at um, Marundi, opposite there. Yeah. Yeah. Flicked all the lights off down to Parker's and put my head on the steering wheel with my arms crossed, just giving that couple of minutes of that turbo to wind down, going, good girl, we're going to have a sleep shortly. The girlfriend at the time sat up. Seen me slumped over the steering wheel with the dash lights on, leapt out of the sl- the sleeper, <laughs> wake up, you expletive, 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 <laughs> whack me on the back of the head, and I went, what? <laughs> yeah, hang on, maybe. I don't. Know, WTF? I, yeah, yeah, yep. I do not know who got a bigger fright, her or me. But I tell you what, it was a, it was an interesting conversation a few minutes after that. I said, "Honey, we're off the road. The park brakes on. The maxis are on. We're all good." Ah, mm. oh, I thought you were asleep. Well, I nearly am, but the truck's parked. Yeah. On. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Life and times. Life yeah. and times, boys. Yeah, you just hope that, you know, that uh, people it, it experience it. Yeah, but it's all part of the, you know, and I say you the fun of being on the road and what we do and, you know, whether you you drive a truck, caravan or whatever, we all have these different experiences. But, you know, um, Colette come with me for, oh, I think, 10 days and, and we were in a, in a Volvo at the time, a, a five floor. I'm sorry, Craig. Yep, again. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she was sorry at the time too. So we went away with all good intention that um, we'd probably both fit in that in that very small space to have a sleep, but but came to realise uh, that yeah, a couple of nights she had to sleep on the floor with a few um, pillows and. And mattresses and or bits and pieces tucked on the floor, and um, a few motels in that ten day experience. But but I will say for for her in that time, uh, she learned a lot about what it's like to be on the road. Uh, even though we didn't yeah. have, we, we didn't have a, a, a big cab Kenworth with plenty of room to sleep, so we yeah we we had to compromise some nights and yeah we had had a few nights where we we managed to. Or had the time to be able to pull up and get a motel, um, but an, an experience for her being on the road. But that that time we had, and I, I still look at stuff that comes back on Facebook now, where we did um, throw a few pictures up of where we were. Like we had a night in Cairns, and we went to have you know looked at a few things, and so it was good. It was a good experience, and um, it's it's character building. Tra- travel, whether it be in truck. Plane, car, etc. I, I believe travel is something every everyone should experience. Um, 
and and I've always said I and I hand on my heart I believe every single Australian should drive the Nullarbor once, mm. whether it be Someone. whether it be in a car, a truck, a motorbike. Every Australian should tr- tr- cross the Nullarbor once, just to really get a grasp of how big our country is. Mm. Absolutely, and and but, going. Look, I'm not sure of the exact location, Yogi, but you could probably help me here where you can drive. It's only a few k's off the highway and stand in the Great Australian Bight. Correct. And, and look at the ocean it's there. And it, it is spectacular. 200 metres. Yeah. Mm. You walk Extraordinary. Like you park the truck. Yeah. And, and so Nullarbor Road out towards the border, uh, airstrip there, end of the airstrip, western end of the airstrip, pull up there, big, big parking area, turn your vehicle off, Head for the coast. Be very, very, very careful where you're walking because you will walk off a 200 foot cliff mm. straight are off. The, are, the, are the signs still there, Yogi? That warns you of the cliff edges. Is that, are those signs nah, still there? Nah, These nah, nah, gone, I did like. it. I did it to Amanda and the kids when we went out there and done the feed run. We, um, I said to them, "Do you want? Do you want a really, really full on experience?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah no, mm. we're travelling out here, so we stopped that." And I said, "Just be very careful about what we're going to do." And, it, and mm. you, you don't know it until you experience it, but it just hits, even on a dead still day, which is very rarely out there, out there on the Nullarbor, even mm. on a dead still day, you walk out there, the wind coming up the cliff up is the insane. Cliffs. Yeah, straight incredible. up the cliff and itch it. So, incredible force. And, and so, the yeah, cold so wind, isn't, isn't it, Yogi? A oh, cold wind yeah, off yeah, that yeah, ocean. Yeah, I've, been, yeah. I've been out there blowing 30 degrees in July, though, you know, like it, mm. it's, yep. it's, it's, it can be... One of, well, I've been out there when it's been blowing 40 normally and we've, mm. we've gone into Nullarbor Road out and had a coffee and an ice cream and thinking this is terrible and you walk out and it's blowing a suddenly at 20, 20 degrees and mm. there's no cloud change, mm. it's just the wind change and you go right over into it, you know, <laughs> like you, you, you're doing 80 days an hour going this is terrible, we're never going to get anywhere, then you go, oh no, we're back into it, let's go. It's back mm. to the public, so we're on. When, yeah, when like, I was in uh, when I was in school, offside and with old Freddie, with Dad, we uh, we did a trip to Perth, and I was asleep in the bunk, which was very rare because he was normally asleep in the bunk. And uh, we went. He was. We were heading west, and he we pulled up to go to bed in the Nullarbor Roadhouse, but he overshot the eastern side driveway. So he's yeah. gone past the roadhouse and then turned into the western side driveway. So basically done a U-turn oh. and gone to bed, right? So then <laughs> Yogi knows exactly what's going to happen here. So then he's, he's well, double bunk, there, the road. <laughs> double bunk truck. He's gone to bed. I'm in bed. And he goes, you know, gives me a bit of shake and goes, right, hey, daylight, get up and get going. Yep, no worries, Dad. So I get up, fire the truck up, walk around, kick the tyres, <laughs> off I go. I, I pull out and just keep going. I'm going, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, up through the gears, yeah, young fella, high school, no licence, off I go. About an hour and a half later, the old the old fella gets out and goes, what are you doing? I said, oh, yeah. what, do you, what do you think I'm doing? He said, why are you heading east? And I went, <laughs> What? <laughs> Yeah, that's done pretty bright. Mm. Yes. <laughs> and, and you know the incredible part, Yogi? I, I was a young kid. I didn't even pick up the sun, the east-west thing. I, I was so embraced and driving the old man's Kenworth. And he goes, what do you think you're doing? I said, I'm driving. What's it look like I'm I think I'm doing? He said, why are you going in the wrong direction? And I went, yeah, yeah. what are you talking about? And then we went past one of the mile markers and the <laughs> and he went, you idiot. <laughs>
I, I managed to knock oh. out about 180 k's, I think, from memory, heading back the opposite direction. Yeah, had no clue way, where I was. Uh, but well, I, the, the landscape's all... The landscape's all the same, isn't it? It's featureless it landscape. Is, it is. Tre- yeah. Well, Nullarbor means treeless, doesn't it, or something? Nullabor Tree, no treeless plain. Treeless plain. Yeah, treeless plain. Right. Yeah, so yeah. You, it, it, it's salt bush scrub out there. And, and look, oh, oh, someone told me this years ago, and, and pre, pre-marketplace and pre-everyone else, you used to buy the quokka in Western Australia. Well, buy the quokka, buy a $500 car, and cross Australia in it. It'd be the best Correct. experience you'll ever have. Correct. Mm. Yeah, and I remember being in Melbourne because I was from the way I remember being in Melbourne at an auto lake and I said to the young, you know, sort of Lebanese auto lake bloke there, he was looking for an adventure. I said, mate, go and buy a car out of whatever woke rag you got here and belt across the paddock. And he's like, oh man, that'd be awesome. I don't know whether he's kidding or he's kidding, but go mm. and do it. It's an yeah. experience, and you're right on the money there, Paul. It's, a, it's an experience that I, 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 lo- I love the Nullarbor. Probably only done maybe four or five hundred crossings out there. Um, not like people <laughs> run it weekly and that, you know, I mean, yeah. like Andrew sold it 30 years, 35 years, but, you know, and, and even, even the boss man here, he did it for three and a half years every week, you know? So <laughs> I, I, I like it, but it, the idea of going out there is it, it, there's set times where you go, if I break down here, it's going to cost me a lot of money. Mm, so lot of money, once correct. you know, yeah, once you sort of Northman to Sejuna, you know, it's going to cost money. But once you sort of get as, the as an owner driver, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think this is going to be a bit cheaper, so I'm always reluctant to go out there. But I love going out there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy it. You know, like yeah, it is good. It's like an old pair of jeans. I described the nullable. Right. There's a reason why they're in the cupboard, and you put them on every now and then. You feel pretty good about it, but then take them off and put them in the cupboard. It, it is. It's, it's time to put them so away. Like mm. there's some mm. some very vast country out there that. Some people might find boring, but you know, open your eyes and see what's there. But I, I've only done a couple across there. I, I'd like to do some more, but I can remember sitting at the Nullarbor Roadhouse every night having a, a feed and a, and a beer, and and two blokes come flying in the door, sat down, and there was a beer in front of them before you could say boo, and and they said if the authorities come in, we've been sitting here all night. Mm. <laughs> 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 no, don't say Barado, no worries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got a good mate that talks about wearing the same shirt as his co-driver as well. You must have the same flannel. Mm. So he, he, he's some, he, he's some, she's a text with some golden rules. Yeah. So my dad always said there are three rules to trucking. Go right. down the hill in the same gear you go up in. 100% absolutely yeah. agree. Number yes. two, if they can catch you, they can pass you. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> right yes. yes. Number three, yep. <laughs> always park in, this, in the direction you are going. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Very, very <laughs> wise words. <laughs> Wait, wait, my, my first hot shot I did in the West, I ended up at Tom Price, right? And I remember with the bloke, I was, I, was, I was landed in the West, and I ended up going with an owner-operator, and he put me in out of the mine at Tom Price, and all he said to me, when we get to this T-road, if you don't turn left, I'm going to kill you. Like, make sure you go south. You've got to turn left. That's the road. It's fairly straightforward. No dramas. Fairly straightforward, yeah, but obviously hot shots, we've been not sleeping. 
Yeah, it's fairly. Yeah. Make sure you turn left. I don't. Once you get on that road, you're on the coast road, and you're going south. Do not turn right. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> and I, I remember uh, that uh, memories all come flooding back to it. I come from the east. I was interstate on the east coast, and I remember getting. I was going north, and it was middle of the night, and I just there was a dead roo or something, bit of roadkill in the middle, and I flicked my indicator. And there was a couple of, couple of trains behind, because I'm going up in the single rise. Right? There was a couple of trains behind me, and they go, must be some bullshit Eastern States thing. Righto, welcome to the north. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're running the northwest now. <laughs> Isn't that good? Oh, we love it. We yeah. love it. We love it. So, Yogi, do you want to play Amanda's last tune here? What did Amanda, what was the last one? It was Green Day, wasn't Green it? Was that Day. the last one? Or did, was, it was Green Well, we Day. had some Def Leppard here, and because we've chopped Ugh. and changed here, I don't know if we've been here. Look at that. No, nah, don't, don't do it. Don't, don't do but, Def Leppard. What about Green Day? Do, do we want Green Day here? Green, yeah, Green Day. Bring, it, bring on the Green Day. We We're coming to, up to the top of the hour. We'll bring it on this. the Green Day. We'll, uh, we'll play that one. We'll have a bit of a chat offline here, and um, we'll come right back. So what was the song, Gagy? Can you remember, or yeah? Frankly, no. don't give it. No, well, wasn't part of that information. Right, a eh? green day. We're not come around, so we'll play that. We'll be right back. Bye,
Welcome back, everybody. We've still got Paul on the phone. We've still got Yogi on the phone. Oh, and, and Amanda come home. So Drunk. I, I didn't Drunk need. And... No, no, no. She's driving. So she, she, she's so I didn't need to go and pick her up. It's all good. Yeah. And she rolls into the shed with Green Day when I come around. <laughs> blaring. Absolutely uh, blaring. So as she's you would. Extremely happy as you would. That she, she got a song on the radio. And that's as easy as it takes me, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the road radio. Send mm. a text request in and you will play your song. Or I, you I need thought to... she might have rolled in with uh, American country singer Joe Diffie singing the song <laughs> Tequila makes her clothes fall off. Uh, well, uh, the sun has just gone down, and that's about the time to start having shots. So, mm-hmm. see you later, boys. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> now, <laughs> you, you do, Yogi, you do know why the Mexican tied his wife to the train line, don't you? No, I don't. Why did the Mexican tie his wife to the train line? Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh, that's fantastic I mean it's pretty it's good one, it's, it's, it's a good dad joke it's ideal it's ideally located between spooky stories on a Saturday night and, and trucking times and trucking life and, and what we do so mm. good on you Paul well, that's <laughs> good. Thanks for coming on. You've done really well here. Mm. Appreciate it. And it's glad, I'm glad to see Amanda's home safe. We are glad to see Amanda's home safe. Uh, yeah, mm, she's, she's got, got, a, got her mood. tunes on the, on the radio tonight. So yeah, she's got them all on there. Yeah. So Paul, mid midweek we need to move to a, our own music show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to talk. And Yogi, maybe you could be involved in this as well. Um, oh, thank you, Craig. I yeah, mean, I appreciate I, your efforts. The, the yeah. fact that I've, you know, I love rockabilly and it's uh, all what it's all about and the fact that you don't play any of my music. So I'm really appreciative that you might consider me. That's all mine. Well, we're both on the outer here, Paul. Like wow. Day, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I certainly will go to bed with a tear in my eye tonight knowing that you two are just not satisfied with the, with the music <laughs> selections that we've had thus far. <laughs> But in saying that, you the gun there. In saying that, in saying that, how about we improve that and we'll have some shows and we'll we'll do some more rockabilly and I'll let you two well, run, run the tracks. It's we, not. Um, I do ask for suggestions every week and um, you know we play what we can. But let's. Um, sometimes we send them. Sometimes we don't. Andrew Andrew Soldiers just technically found Artie Hill back on the rail. Oh, that is a fan. He is a fantastic artist. Mm. There, you there you go. go. So, the the man. I mean, his taste in colour scheme: black, red, silver. The guy's got class. The guy's got class in <laughs> trucks. He's got class now. He has class in music. Like, <clears throat> hey, yeah, jeepers. So there oh. we go. So we've got a whole show that we can do on this, and um, oh. you know, a lot of this stuff I do, I do love, and but yeah. When we, um, so as, as, as we all know, we've all been trucking. We all understand that some days you can listen to your motor. Some days you can listen to talk back. Some days you can listen to podcasts. Some days you want rock. Mm. Some days you don't. Like it's, it's very, very different where you are. And I think a lot of my music taste comes from the sun going, the sun comes up, the sun goes down when it's raining. What it is, you know, like there's days, all I mean, the first couple of days of your trip, I don't even have anything on. 
you're just sitting there thinking about what's going on. And yeah, you, when, you, when you say you don't have anything on, are you talking about clothing, like driving naked? <laughs> well, we've, we've, we've got to become one with the load, Paul. So you've got to be one. You've got to be bare essential is what I'm trying to get out here, mate. Well, you do. Well, another, I think another segment, Craig, we could start up. Would mm. could could be called confessions of a long distance trucker. Wow! So that could be another. <laughs> do, you, do you reckon there's enough time in the week to even do that? So I'm I'm look I'm I'm, I'm I'm going I'm going to be the bigger man here. All right, okay. I'm 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 going to put it out there because I look. I'm going to be honest. I I don't have a large friend base, so. If I lose a friend out of this, so be it. There's no big deal to me. So when I first started running Perth with bananas, prior to my new 900, I was driving first of three 650s I've owned. Uh, lovely truck, terrible motor, triple four Cummins or cripple four <laughs> as I used to call it. Um, <laughs> so we, we are living in the 90s here, Paul. Cri- cri- cripple four Cummins. Um, that truck didn't have a functioning air conditioner. So... I was uh, I was trucking across the Nullarbor there, slightly slightly tired because I'd left Innisfail forty eight hours prior, and uh, I, I was a bit knocked up. And I was talking to an older fella, one of those yogi, one of those regular east west yeah, runners. That yeah, um, yeah. he he was driving. He was driving one of those very famous maroon, dark red and cream trucks that run east-west. Um, we all know who we're talking about. And he said, we, we pulled up and we had a bit of a walk around. He said, how are you going there, young fellow? I said, oh, look, I'm, I'm a bit knocked up. And, and he said, I'm going to give you some, some worldly advice. And I said, right. He said, if you take your shorts off and your shirt off and just drive in your underwear, he said, you will feel so ridiculous that you won't have the opportunity to feel tired. And I said, really? He said, try it. He said, I'm, I'm telling you, it works. And I went, okay, well, I'll tell you what, I've, I've got to be in Perth in basically 48 hours with a load of bananas on, and I'll, I'll give it a go. So off with the gear we went and headed west, sitting in my bonds and i have to tell you boys here's my confession of the week i felt so ridiculous but i felt so ridiculous i didn't find the urge to get tired at all so i trucked i found myself trucking in my jocks to perth uh on the way back i had a load of pilchards out of albany for uh for port lincoln for the tuna farms i was even more tired so Drum roll, Craig. I don't know if you have a drum roll. Uh, oh, I don't know. Hang yet. on, hang on, hang on. No, drum roll. Don't. We've got. Okay. We've got a boing. Got a boing. Or we off with the off with the underwear, and I found myself Norseman to Sajuna naked. And I tell you what, I was wide awake. There's my confession of the week. Oh, Take me all of me. Naked me on all the ninety mile. Naked on the ninety mile. I'm not well, ashamed. Well. I, I'm uh, not ashamed. Fair to say, well, you're not the first mate that I've got to feet naked on the ninety mile. I'm not ashamed, Yogi. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> well, I always say whatever whatever works for you. And obviously, at the time that's what worked for you. And <laughs> and I have to say, I have to say, night naked on the ninety mile for myself. To you boys, my truck and life brothers and the listeners. 
naked on the 90, 90 mile was Millie approved. Oh, I was about to say, where was Millie and what was her thoughts on that? Millie was in the passenger seat guzzling red Gatorade like it was nothing. <laughs> she's got problems, I'll tell you. No, she's a fantastic little girl. Yeah? Oh, oh, good girl. I've, I've, yeah. I've, had, I've had two mates not naked on the 90 mile and I, I know they're out there. Hang on, Yogi. So stuff. you've Yogi, you, <laughs> no, you've had no, two no, mates no, naked on the ninety no, mile, Yogi. No, 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 no. No, no. You no, said no. it, oh, Yogi. You I said the words. Oh, now, Craig, wrap Paul up. It's coming up to the top of the hour. Oh, I don't know. Yes, and, uh, I don't know. Really <laughs> <want to> now. <laughs> Yogi, Yogi, you said your words were. I've oh, had no, two mates words. naked on the. So, so at that time, Yogi, were you driving for Mills Transport? Oh, he said that. Oh, no. no. Geez, now that's putting you in it, isn't it? No, Mills didn't run out the paddock, I don't reckon. Hmm. I need more <laughs> than one it's... ball white. Well, someone someone's texting, they've got a spare one, so if you want to go back to doing that with a few big ball lights on there. But anyway, <laughs> hey, it's been a great show. We are coming up on an hour. Yes. We you will know, start confessions of It's not trucking. we ever want to cut people off. <laughs> Paul, thanks so much for coming on tonight. And and, and thanks again as well for uh, joining the team here. They're, yeah. You know, Paul's got so much to add to what we do. So Paul's giving us a, a little bit of his time Um to contribute to the magazine slash radio uh, and, and and in the bigger picture of on-the-road media and what we do. So there's some big things that will probably be released um, early next year on on what what on-the-road media is all about. Um, big time, big times ahead, boys. Yeah. Big times ahead. Yes. And if you, if you like hearing Paul and you want to hear a bit more Paul, check him out at Cruising Magazine. Mm. And uh, and and look for a bit of stuff that you're doing over there, mate. So we uh, yeah we we are covering all sides of the bases. So, and uh, and check out my exclusive OnlyFans account, Night Naked <laughs> on the Ninety Mile. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well. sign up now. We'll probably retire and buy a brand new nine hundred. Mm. Soldier on, <laughs> nearly top of the hours. Thank you very much, and thank you to our fearless leader, Boss Man. He was there for a little bit, but he's no, he's often. he's text he's texting. He said, "Do you want to do you want me to come back?" And I said, "No." <laughs> no, no, I won't say. I said, um, yeah, no. He, he said, "Yous are doing well," and and uh, he's he's probably had a big day. So he's, um, yeah, probably well, go, going home. And, yeah, and, and I appreciate. I'd suggest he's sitting home with his uh, slippers on, and Rose has made him a lovely hot chocolate with a bicky. And he's probably and sitting in the spa on the back veranda. Bless his heart. Oh, it'd be cold. It's probably going to snow where he is. He yeah. did say it was foggy, so it's bound to be snowing there. But anyway, all good. Sign her off. Wrap it up. Put it on Confessions of the 90 Mile. Sign it up to OnlyFans. Make it happen. There's all Wednesday. Mm. Boys, good night. Safe travels to anyone who's still out on the road too, by the way. All right. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Yogi. We'll go to the news. Toodaloo, boys. Talk to you all on Wednesday night. And Yogi, if you can't be good, be good at it. Spectacular. Yeah, great words from a great man.